It's, Anthony's kind of right. You get you get excited because like the new game comes out, and you're like, what really is different about this? New game? courses? Yeah. What you can? Five. Five new courses. Oh wow, they're all gonna have like green and a sand trap and a hole at the end. <laughs> this is the one with the sand trap on eleven. But the other one got the sand trap on two. <laughs> Jimmy, you're showing you don't know much about golf, Mike. Oh, man. I certainly do. You don't know much I about golf. I played more golf than most people. Yeah? What's your what's your handicap? Minus 60. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Man, could you have a minus 60? I don't think so. Three no. How many uh, birdies have you had? Dude, I, I fucking, I birdie more than most people. That's what I've been told by the experts. Mm. They're like, you, 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 we ought to nickname you the birdie kid. What kind of loft wedge do you have? What the fuck, loft wedges are for fucking pussies, man. I don't loft wedge ever. Okay. I fucking slug it. If I don't get a hole in one, I go home. Do you know who uh, invented the game? Of course I do. The Knights of the Lynx of St. Andrews. <laughs> I called it goth, though, without the L. <laughs> no, it was, it was a fucking old guy. Every time. <laughs> guy in Scotland. <laughs> Yes. Mm -hmm. What about putting? Do you stand? Ted Golf. Do you stand? <laughs> Ted Golf. Ted Golf. That's right. I like to hit a ball into a hole. I don't know why it's just fun to do. I'd love to do this 17 more times. Ted <laughs> Golf. I need a bigger area to do it in. My yard is only three feet by two feet. I'm always winning. Ah, uh, Jawawa. Uh, right. Wing Jawawa. If I don't turn that stupid music off, I'm going to slap the fat pelican neck in that room. <laughs> uh, Tiger has Olympus 2009. So, in the 2009 version, you get to play. Oh, he has his bum oh. hip. Yeah, sure. He Whatever fucks a hot blonde in the middle of the fucking tree. <laughs> he dog fucks her behind an oak tree <laughs> while fucking that other cunt is blowing it again. <laughs> Who's the one that blows it every year? Greg Norman? Oh. Uh, Who's that shit no, stand that always ruins it? Uh, the, uh, Phil Mickelson. Phil with the, Mickelson, oh, the man right. fucking clit. He's the biggest choker in golf history. What history. a choking clit. Hey, yeah. we got the Tiger Woods 09 commercial. Can oh. I see that? Uh, yeah. Wait, but now we're talking about golf. Only fish stories and, and, and golf. But we will talk about the band fish. A little stretch, but... Wow, that fish. is... Uh... That well, is that's what you gotta do in the fucking golf hole is you gotta fish your ball out so it ties in nicely. <laughs> fish, fish your ball out. Fish your ball out of the hole. See, I didn't invent it right. I didn't have a hole in the ground. I put a giant stick with a cup on top of it and tried to hit it way up in the air. And they said, Ted, this is not feasible. <laughs> I'll never get anybody to do this. And I wanted acres of land. <laughs> uh, nice. Anthony's kind of right. You get you get excited because like the new game comes out and you're like, what really is different about this? New game? courses? Yeah. How much again? Five. Five new courses. Oh wow, they're all gonna have like green and a sand trap and a hole at the end. <laughs> this is the one with the sand trap on eleven. But the other one got the sand trap on two. <laughs> Jimmy, you're showing you don't know much about golf, Mike. Oh, man. I certainly do. You don't know much. I about I played more golf than most people. Yeah. I'm What's your what's your handicap? Minus sixty. <laughs> wow. Man, could you have a minus sixty? I don't think so. Three no. How many uh, birdies have you had? Dude, I, I fucking I birdie more than most people. That's what I've been told by the experts. Mm. They're like, you, 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 we ought to nickname you the birdie kid. What kind of loft wedge do you have? What the fuck? Loft wedges are for fucking pussies, man. I don't loft wedge ever. Okay. I fucking slug it. If I don't get a hole in one, I go home. Okay. Do you know who uh, invented the game? 
Of course I do. The Knights of the Links of St. Andrews. They called it Goth, though, without the L. <laughs> no. It was it was a fucking old guy. Up every time. Guy in Scotland. Yes. Mm -hmm. What about putting? Do you stand? Ted Golf. Do you stand? Ted Golf. Ted Golf. That's right. I like to hit a ball into a hole. I don't know what it's just fun to do. I'd love to do this 17 more times. Ted <laughs> Golf. I need a bigger area to do it in. My yard is only three feet by two feet. I'm always winning. If I don't turn that stupid music off, I'm going to slap the fat pelican neck in that room. <laughs> uh, Tiger has a limp in 2009, so in the 2009 version, you get to play... Oh, he has his bum oh. hip. Yeah, sure. He Whatever fucks a hot blonde in the middle of the fucking <laughs> city. He dog fucks her behind an oak tree <laughs> while fucking that other cunt is blowing it again. <laughs> Who's the one that blows it every year? Greg Norman? Oh. Uh, Who's that shit no, stand that always ruins it? Uh, the, uh, Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson, the oh, man, right. fucking clit. He's the biggest choker in golf history. What history. a choking clit. Hey, yeah. we got the Tiger Woods 09 commercial. Can uh, I see that? Uh, yeah. Wait, but now we're talking about golf. Only fish stories and, and, and golf. But we will talk about the band fish. A little stretch, but... Wow, that fish. is... Uh... That well, that's what dull. you gotta do in the fucking golf hole is you gotta fish your ball out so it ties in nicely. <laughs> fish, fish your ball. Out. Fish your ball out of the hole. See, I didn't invent it right. I didn't have a hole in the ground. I put a giant stick with a cup on top of it and tried to hit it way up in the air. And they said, Ted, this is not feasible. <laughs> I'll never get anybody to do this. And I wanted acres of land. Uh, nice. I that's amazing. They're just they're, they're gonna pull this fucking ship, ship, yeah. ship, um, that, over. Yeah, get a few guys. I could have done that. Dude, forget it's been sitting there for Can fucking I, years. Why did it? When you just leave it there? Do you know how much money that must cost? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna spend a lot of money just to salvage it, to to raise it. Right. I think a half a billion dollars they said. To what? Five hundred million. To write it. Yeah, I guess Sirius XM's doing it. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Why would you leave it there as like a tourist attraction? Well, I think maybe eventually give tours on it. People don't like the idea of a grave being a, a tourist attraction. Oh right. <laughs> I think the families of the dead might. How, how many really say? How many? Eh, not too many. All right. Then it's like the can, Andrea Doria. You can almost pull it off as a tourist attraction. Then not, not many too people. many people. Well, that's oh, how I they're going to try to write it. How? They got some kind of grid system on. They built and underwater. Weights with a big hingy thing. People are amazing when they really, you know, and they're gonna float have to do up? something. Yeah, and then they're going to put the big floats on the sides. Jesus Christ. Giant floats. Got a bunch of divers under there. I would just go around and, like, I would sit in the dining room with my diving thing on, have a little tea party with my friends. <laughs> I'd go in there and steal everybody's stuff. <laughs> that you could do, too. Yeah, I'd go in there and take things. Have they done that yet? I bet that's serious if you do that. Yeah, it's There's already a bunch of barnacles and everything on it. Are there any bodies in there? Sealant. No. I don't know no. if there was anyone that was missing, was there? Was there someone no, unaccounted for? I think they got for? everybody, I would assume. He's dead. They've had two years to kind of take a, a look around, right? I'm sure it's gone. Well, you know what it is? They can't pull towards the way it fell, because if they pull towards the water, it's going to flip upside down. Oh, like yeah. the, the, to pull, like to make the bottom right itself, they'd have to be on land. There's no way to do it. You have to get like two million cars or something. <laughs> And all that water. What the fuck are they gonna do? And all that water's in there as you try to. Yeah. Yeah. You have to get into the, the ship. Cup. 
They're going to bail it out. Yet, well, that's why they're going to use the big floaties on this on either side. The boat's not really going to float under its own buoyancy. They have the uh, Holy the big floats shit. on the side Amazing. fastened to it. And then what are they going to do it? Take it wherever they they're need to. They're doing it right now. Oh, is it now happening? Yes. Slowly but surely. Probably goes real slow, yeah. yeah. No, I think it's ass. happening live right now. Wow. Amazing. It's a big pain in the foot. And and who do you call for that job? Ghostbusters? Oh, yeah. I thought so. No, there's actually a company out there called um, Ship on the Shore Writers. <laughs> Writers, as in, like, make writing right, a wrong. I know what you meant. <laughs> I think uh, Ted has a company. It's just been waiting for this yes, opportunity yes, for the many months. I certainly do. It's called Raise Your Boat. You're spelled Y-E-R. Raise, raise, raise your boat. Gently tipped over the sea. Not so merrily, merrily, merrily. There's dead passengers under there. Well, how do you raise the, the boat there, Ted? We have a toothpick system, Gregory. We send divers down with toothpicks. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so they, they continually pile them with little flat paper plates on there until it reaches where the ship is, and then we all push. That doesn't sound very... Uh, but it's economical. Yeah, it sounds sure like you would use a lot of toothpicks. We also have one where you place a nuclear weapon under one side, <laughs> and you blast it until it shoots up in the sky. Hopefully lands right side up. Hopefully. Hopefully. That's like a last resort, I would guess. <laughs> right. A nuclear device. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, Jesus. Paula Dean um, talked for the first time. Uh, yeah. Uh, we got to hear public, more bullshit out of her mouth. Public appearance? Well, the What I mean by is, the bullshit is the fact that she has to now make believe she learned a lot from her yeah. experience. No, uh -huh. Shut up. The fucked up part of the whole thing is she was being sued for this racial discrimination and, right. and things that she said and everything. And uh, she actually... Uh, they they found her whatever they find in a civil suit not guilty mm -hmm. acquitted of whatever the fuck it is but she was she didn't have to pay anything right because they deemed her she didn't do anything wrong right but she still got fucked for what she said during the trial right or fucked up her her, her which is ridiculous fucked up her uh, whole empire right yes what's up with the old guy in Boston is I don't know, know. And you use the phrase thrill of a lifetime that, that, that just says it all. This doesn't come any bigger than this. How about that? <laughs> the good stuff doesn't end there, by the way. Alan's daughter says there was extra money raised that they didn't need for the trip. They donated it to the Jimmy Fund for oh. Cancer Research. Yeah. The Jimmy That's Fund. That, that is one money. cool dude. Right? It really is. And uh, what a beautiful see, way. I told you to they moved of, her. Uh, you help your father. And oh. send a you see that? They moved her to the side What a, a behemoth. They She's put the big That's a big bitch. Although I like a big fat pig on TV, I respect <laughs> the fact that they're not all yeah. the good looking people. Breaking yeah. news to bring you their possible shooting incident at Washington's Navy Yard. We'll have the details. We'll have the details. After the commercials. We're going to sell a little advertising and tell you about the potential yeah. murders. Right. What do they got? Uh, right. Mama Mancini Meatballs? Is that their sponsor? <laughs> right. I like so, so the Paula Dean lady uh, did a little talking over the weekend. Uh huh. Yeah, she was at a uh, cooking and entertaining convention. Of course. Where else would she be? Paid gig? So I guess what? I would think so. Yeah. She figures I'll take three months off, people will chill the fuck out, then I come back, I say I learned some shit, and then I can move on. Right. right? She got a standing ovation, I think, when she came out to they said she. Yeah, because yeah, she's got her fans, man, supporting the hell out of her. Good.
This is my first time out in three months. Oh, my God. That doesn't even sound like a real voice. It sounds like a cartoon voice. Stop blubbering, you slob. This is my first time out in three months. This is my first time out in three months. Good for her fans supporting her, man. And, uh, I've said all along that the one place that I would want to make my first step back out was Texas. Of course. Because they don't like black people. <laughs> You're safe in Texas. Yeah. Where was the part where she said, I learned a lot? Uh, I learned a lot. Did she learn a lot? She learned a lot from her experience. What did she learn? How fucking despicable people are? How knee-jerk reactionary people are? Sure. How fucking hypocritical and fucking stupid? Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe that is what she learned. Is there a longer clip? I want to. I want to hear what she learned. Hmm. And you really, when, when you're accused of being racist and you have that accent, wow, That's is that rough. a tough one to overcome? I I love the colors. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good for her. Back yeah. out there. Get back on that horse. Sure, why not? Fucking back out in the public eye. No yeah, one even back cared. To, back to killing people with your recipes. Yes, exactly. Back to fucking clogging up arteries, pig woman. High fat content in her stuff? Oh, Some of it. Yeah. Butter. Butter stuffed fried butter. Ooh. Meantime, it is here in Houston that cooking's... Planet Houston. Oh, perfect. First step back out was Texas. Is that fake tears, you think? Show no. On the Food no. Network got canceled, and she lost lucrative endorsements after oh, admitting in a pounds. civil deposition mm. that she'd used racial slurs in the past. That lawsuit, alleging racial and sexual harassment, was eventually settled. And I'm going to lay one like that. Now Dean's fans are hoping she will settle back into another television kitchen. Hi, I'm back. Keep on cooking. You know, I think it was just really blown out of proportion. And poor Paula, she was just trying to do the right thing and be honest. And she just really got You just hate black people. I think she's fabulous. And I think you hate black people. You're a racist. All these women are racist. I want to finish hearing Anthony's mirror conversation. Things you hear in the Kumia household while he's shaving. Didn't Mantra. I heard uh, Bill Burr's bit on this whole thing was amazing. Yeah? It kind of went viral, yeah. Oh, man. It'll play it in a break or something. There's Paula Dean's back. I wonder if Bill's going to be on the um, the Saul show there. The what? Better Call Saul? Yeah, Better Call Saul. Saul Goodman show that's uh, spinning off from um, Breaking Bad. does that Bad. start? I don't know. There's no start date or anything, but it's supposed it's, to be it's a prequel. Happening? It's supposed to be a prequel right. of Saul's legal uh, thing there uh, before... The whole Breaking Bad incident. People are excited about it, right? Ah, uh, no. They're not? Eh. Why? Because Breaking Bad's so good. Yeah, it's, I guess. It doesn't... I mean, it's a great show, but Saul's a good character. Yeah, but you know what? It's not all fun and games on Breaking Bad. Sure and it seems like isn't. it'll be fun and games. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll see some of the people uh, from Breaking Bad. Maybe Bill Burr. Yeah, bring in Burr. Bring him in as one of the cronies. He, yes. he makes a good crony. 
But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. God, that episode last night was so fucking good. So, I didn't see it yet. Motherfucker. Fucking just an every, hour straight of every second of the show was great. Every Sunday, though, you can guarantee that Twitter between, like, 10 and 11 p.m., it's just a whole bunch of, oh, fuck Breaking Bad. Holy shit, oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Just, yeah, yeah. Just expletives just, and, and, and exclamations. Like, yeah, the second they go to commercial, you'll just see, like, a shitload of tweets from <laughs> yeah. somebody. And then I was like, wow, that was intense or something. And some guy goes, hey, knock it off with the spoilers to me. So I was like, that wasn't a spoiler, but since you fucking accused me, Whoa. get pissed at this. And then I just blasted out the biggest spoiler of the fucking episode. Oh, thank God I and, didn't read your Well, I did. And uh, a bunch of people got pissed. But yeah, fuck them. You took out some nice people with well, that. Well, you know what? Collateral damage, because that motherfucker was accusing me of spoiling, spoilering. But he was right in the end. No, he he was wrong, and that's why I did it. <laughs> oh, okay. If you're going to accuse me of it, I'm going to do it. All right. That's what I say. You took out the nice people. Yeah. yeah. A few people had a so, pet. And now this. What were these New Yorkers buzzing about this holiday weekend? Be oh. Could do a little pop quiz there. Oh, well, of course. Buzzing. Yeah, and then bees. What were these New Yorkers buzzing about this holiday weekend? Bees. Thousands of them swarming around a hive in this lower Manhattan building. When I got here, there was already like a thousand bees in there. But then they came out, there were more. They were like in a pack. The swarm left employees in this video game store trapped inside for hours. The insects forced them to close shop while waiting for help. While officials were trying to figure out how to solve the unusual problem, a good Samaritan was able to lure about a thousand bees into a bag, which he then put in a box for safety. But more bees streamed out of the building. What were people doing when you, when you approach this? I don't know. They were laughing, some of them. You know. Has anyone stung? Not yet. Well, that's Stay a good away. Thing. Stay away. Finally, a bee specialist showed up to begin the tough task of removing the bees. I'm probably going to be relying on scent, on the queen scent from in here. I'm going to have her attract them in. The trick worked. The store was later reopened. The bees, meantime, have been taken to hives in upstate New York. Can I tell you something? Sure. When the did, bees. When did you lose? Uh, the second she opened her mouth. I, I, that voice of hers. What? I, I, New I, Yorkers are buzzing. What happened, for real? About bees. I, I completely, like, completely zoned out. Zone. And then I'm like, I realized I was zoning and I was trying to focus and I just went somewhere you else. You can't. The what bees. happens? All right, bees in a place, then what happened in at the end? stop. And then and they what happened? They called a specialist to get the bees away. And he used the, the scent way. of a queen bee to lure the bees away. And then the bees went upstate. The end. <laughs> Dude, I, w I started thinking about bacon again. <laughs> bacon. Well, bacon they, honey. They did call a bee expert. Oh, yeah. Yes. Thank you. At least someone understands why I pulled this stuff. I wonder what they uh, cost. Probably very expensive. Wait, a bee expert. Bee expert. Bee expert. Yeah. I wonder if you'd be able to get a, a discount expert. bee expert. I don't think or... there's many bee experts in nah, New York City, probably especially. Not. Yeah. A lot of buildings, not, not yeah, a lot of bees. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of... Just feel free to call <laughs> Ted's Pesky Bee Removal Emporium. Pesky. <laughs> They're pesky. Yes, the way to get rid of bees is I walk right under the hive and I flail my arms wildly and yell, shoo. <laughs>
I put honey on my fingers. But, Ted, you're going to get stung by Yes, I have, Gregory. I was stung 4,000 times once. 4,000 Yes. Where do they usually... That's how I remove the bees. I entice them to sting me, and they die. Where do they sting you? All over my body and genitals. Why your genitals? I don't know. I should probably tuck them in before I do this. Sometimes I attempt to tinkle on the bees as they're swarming me. Why would you have your genitals exposed? Because I'm wee-weeing on the bees, Gregory. I I'm thinking that the, the liquid will kill them. Yeah, that's probably a bad thing. I grab the hornet's nest. I shake it angrily. Hornet's nest. I say, get out of here. <laughs> Sometimes I punch it oh, like, a, like a speed bag. They probably come out. Uh... They certainly do. They're very upset. <laughs> One time I was hitting it, I was making the noise. A dugga, 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 dugga. <laughs> wow. And what do you charge for a bee removal? I usually charge three dollars per bee. <laughs> That's a lot of so money. So I remove the stingers and add it up, and the money comes rolling in. <laughs> three dollars a bee. Do you have to go to the hospital every time? Every single time. <laughs> Sounds like you don't mind the bee sting. I hate them. They're I just scream and yell help. So what is, so <laughs> then I have to call a bee expert with smoke. So why don't you close uh, your business? Because it makes me riches. <laughs> makes me riches. I understand. Well, that's uh, what's it called? Ted's Pesky Bee Removal Emporium. I also sell bee removing products. Like I sell a stick for $400 and you can poke the nest with it. But, but anyone can get a stick. Not man. like this one they can. Yeah. It's shaped like a big bee, so it lulls them into a sense of security. They think their god has arrived. Well, isn't that what we're hoping for, uh, For oh our god, god to arrive. That's fantastic. That's wonderful. This Andy Rooney. We go after him every once in a while. About him. But uh, <laughs> primetime Sam Roberts. I notice Andy Rooney. It's just annoying. They're firing everybody in media. Oh. I mean, everybody. How does he keep his job? Oh, I thought you were telling me the How fire. is he relevant? Does he pack up his stuff and oh, leave? Oh, boy. I'll be... You haven't been fired from a job you've been at forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you do? You go home and shoot yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Rooney just blows his brains out. <laughs> Well, Sam brought in Andy Rooney talking about, are you ready for this? Watches. He's he's completely run out of things. Dude, he's done watches. When I, we were kidding a minute ago about like Andy Rooney getting fired, yeah. I was thinking all he'd have to pack up is a watch. Yeah. Because he's talked about watches. I, I would love to know how many pieces he's done. Or at least, Amanda, I would I would kind of like to know. <laughs> all right, you wouldn't love it. No, I could care less, actually. <laughs> Curious. He's done more than one piece on watches. I think he has. <laughs> Here's Andy Rooney talking about watches. I can't make out what it is with people and watches. No one needs more than one to find out what time it is, but most of us have half a dozen watches in drawers around the house. All right, no. That I'll, that I'll say no to. Most of us have a half a dozen watches. I have a pocket watch from 1910. <laughs> They've been trying to push him into retirement since 1985. <laughs> they keep giving him a gold watch, but his name on it keeps coming in. That's why he's got half a dozen watches. <laughs> Oh, what a douche. You're right. Here, Andy. Congrats, Andy. Thanks. Another watch from my drawer. They keep hinting they're giving him, like, a gold rope and a gold stool. <laughs> it's a gold shotgun with a toe attachment. Yeah. yeah. I heard that Ted has a watch company. I, I, I just have heard that. Really? Yeah. Yes, I do, Gregory. Oh, here's Ted. Hey, Ted. It's called Ted's Watch Emporium. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a lot of watches. 
Are they accurate? I have a timepiece fetish. <laughs> so why do you have a timepiece fetish? I love to know the time. When I was a boy, I would go, Mother, what time is it? And she would slap my face and say, Time to sit down, stupid. <laughs> so now I control my own destiny, Gregory. <laughs> That's nice, Dad. It is. So now you make watches for everyone else. Yes, I do. Yeah, Are they t are they all timepieces or are they showpieces as well? Some of them don't move at all, so I would consider them showpieces. <laughs> then why don't they move? I don't know, because the mechanisms are too expensive. I like to keep my watch is cheap. Under $1,600. <laughs> the one that doesn't work. Yes, but it's lovely looking. It's got like a, a really pretty gold-colored band. Yeah. Do they come with fobs? What's a fob? A watch fob. I don't know what that means. It's like a thing at the end of a chain on a um, like one of those oldie-time watches, and you clip it to your vest. Oh, yes, we call it a watch clip. <laughs> you know, Ted sure has a lot of businesses for these tough economic times. He, he sure does. He hires a lot of people. Yeah. I'm an entrepreneur. I keep myself afloat. How many watches do you make a year? About seven. Seven. <laughs> yes. That's a, it's not a lot there, Ted. It's hard to find little nails that you can use because they always poke through the back into people's wrists. I've had a lot of my watches sent back. <laughs> You think Ted the camper is going to be there? I think he will be. Oh, yes. Ted loves camping. I hate the woods. There's always those crinkly leaves sounds, Gregory. <laughs> always frightens me. What's wrong with the crinkly leaves? That, they, that it sounds that... like there's a possum approaching. Well, that, that My testicles were nibbled on by a possum <laughs> when I was a baby. <laughs> I mean, that's horrible. Yes, yeah. it was. <laughs> But if you, you hear the crinkling leaves, that's good. You, you know there might be an animal in the area. Yes, but I start screaming, go away! <laughs> and then I hold jelly out the, the, the tent window door. <laughs> <laughs> tent window door. Yes, that's what I have. A tent with glass and a door in it. It's very heavy. <laughs> yes, too bad Ted the Improv didn't show up. <laughs> Uh, this guy, I just got a used mattress from Ted's Used Mattress Emporium. Wow. <laughs> That's from right. Huntington. If, you, if there's bed bugs, if there's no bed bugs, we'll provide them. <laughs> oh, you provide bed bugs? I certainly do. Get a free bucket of bed bugs that I purchase. <laughs> free bucket? Yes, multicolored like M&M's are adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Give you some companionship with you. Yes, they're nice. You'll never be lonely. When it gets cold and your warmth is on the mattress, they climb all over and stand on your ears. Uh, they're classified as pests, Gregory. Pests. Do you know where I had bedbugs when I was growing up and I never knew where they were hiding? Uh, where, Ted? In my hat. In your hat? Yes. Hat bugs? I thought there was just little black speckles which made it a fancy hat. They were bed bugs. Are they hat bugs then? Yes, no. Yes, no. I would sleep on my hat. <laughs> uh, fantastic. God, do people love Ted? They do like him? I, oh, they I, just love Ted Sheckler. I can't tell. Oh, Uncle Paul. Ted's a weird boy. <laughs> no, Ted's fine. You're a little, you're a little weird. Why don't you go to Devil's Creek? Yeah, I have a feeling Uncle Paul <laughs> lives in Devil's Creek. Ted talks a lot. He's a tattletaler. Oh, he's a big time tattletale. I remember Mr. and Mrs. Sheckler asked me to watch him. I told all these lies about what I did to him. I don't like Uncle Paul. He's creepy.
Why don't you like him? I don't remember much, Gregory. <laughs> All I remember is he called me into the room, and I felt a pillow on my face. And then I woke up, I was in a hospital. I think <laughs> I fell. <laughs> That's what mother told you. <laughs> mother told me I fell down and landed on something. A skate went into my hiney repeatedly. <laughs> Thank God Uncle Paul was there. He drove me. <laughs> oh, that's that he wonderful. <laughs> drove me to the hospital. Imagine being molested by Uncle Paul. Yes. And your parents have no clue, so they tell Uncle Paul to drive you to the emergency room. Of course. He, he fell down the steps. And his skate went into his hiney. <laughs> Roller skate. Yeah. Repeatedly, he said. Repeatedly. Yeah, apparently so. There was some kind of tapioca on the skate. <laughs> Got all over little Teddy's backside. <laughs> little freckled backside he has. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That Teddy sure was cute. Must be why he has such a nervous stomach. Yeah, he would always do that. He would always, I'd come in and tuck him in, I'd hear... <laughs> smell like spurled milk. Spurled. <laughs> Sometimes I couldn't even keep a heart on. <laughs> yeah, that was Ted's defense. His uh, Uncle Paul's advances. Like a skunk. Ted's <laughs> check was like a skunk. I don't know what happened out here. As the door was opening, in my hiding would just start firing out bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Tell this bitch to make a balloon animal. Make balloon animal, bitch. What kind of a balloon animal? Whatever you can make. Whatever's a cool one. Jimmy, what kind? Can you do a snake? No, Jimmy. What kind of animal do you like? You make a snake, a worm, and a centipede. My favorite animal is the aardvark. Could you make me a balloon animal? You gotta see her. You gotta see her little balloon pump. Oh, I know. She got a little. It might be the It might be. This one's so I could make Matt's babies a toy because they play with socks. It's oh, let's go a balloon for a baby. He can wear it as a hat and suffocate himself. Very smart thinking. And then choke on the broken balloon. Great. I used to make balloon porcupines, but they would always pop when I was putting the sticky things in them. I can't think of any words. Look at her. Look at the balloon pump. Look at her tiny little balloon pump. Whatever you make. I could. What do you mm. think? What would be good for the radio? Oh, yes. Obviously, nothing none is of this, good for the radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Very good. You can, learned quickly. This, can you make an octopus? I could. I could <laughs> what? You, no, I could make you a Disney princess. Something if you have a Okay, favorite. a Disney princess. Oh, oh, she's already made a little mermaid <laughs> once. <laughs> could you make me but a bigger dick so my girlfriend can finally not think of other guys <laughs> when I fuck her? I missed that. Boo. It's all right. You missed much. <laughs> Boo. Did I ever tell you when I operated Ted's Balloon Animal Emporium? No. I was very good. My most popular model was the earthworm. <laughs> yes. I would paint little eyes on him. No, you can shut And throw me. dirt on him. Oh, there's a balloon. Ooh. I'm a little out of practice. <laughs> Wow, that is a big bag of balloons you I got know, there. I know, it's my big belt of balloons. Well, I can't blow this I'm fucking thing up. What right is this, now. made of metal? Do you, what, do you, what, do you, what have you made, Ted? It's a balloon sperm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I see. Look at this. Who am I? I'm the producer of the Opie and Anthony show. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, it's on my back and neck. <laughs> I gotta snope some people forward me crap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that forwarded stuff, and it's like, did you hear that this person said this? And then you go to Snopes, you pop their name, and it goes, no, it's bullshit. And then you send it back. 
CC'd with everyone that the forward was forwarded to. Right. So you make whoever sent the original thing look like an ass. The uh, the founder, Ted Snopes, uh, <laughs> just felt that there was too many rumors circulating. <laughs> <He'd like it. laughs> of course, he wouldn't like that. No. But he dispels uh, uh, a lot of uh, rumor, Ted yeah. Snopes. Yes, but he also confirms things that people might think are... Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. He's good at that, Ted. Yes. Uh, Do you know what my favorite myth oh. to spell was? What's that, Ted? That the abominable snowman was a Seattle Seahawks fan. <laughs> it was a pack of lies. How did you uh, dispel that? Uh, I was I was near his lair, <laughs> and I saw a Chargers hat. <laughs> well, that would dispel... Snopes! <laughs> Is that your last name? It's my nickname. Oh, Ted Snopes. Yes. Because you said what your last name was once before. Yes, but I don't remember. <laughs> I, was, I didn't either. I was hoping you would. I'm forgetful. <laughs> I'm just trying to see if somebody does have it. Yeah, I'm sure someone does. <laughs> yeah, these idiots remember everything. Except that, maybe. You know what it was? I would say nopes a lot when I was a kid. Like, they would say, hey, you want to go out? Nopes. And they would go, oh, good. Ted's nopes again. And I'd just try to stay. <laughs> Ted is a douche. <laughs> Ted is a goddamn fool. My name is Ted Sheckler. <laughs> it's Sheckler? No, it certainly it? is. I don't think it was Sheckler. Well, you think what you want. I'll dispel it. <laughs> oh, no one's got it. Ooh. 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 <laughs> also, do we have an update on uh, Howie Mandel? People are asking. Our friend Howie uh, was rushed to the hospital, what, yesterday? Or earlier this morning? Probably yesterday. Up Come on. there in Toronto. And uh, has an irregular heartbeat. False! <laughs> oh, Ted Snopes. That's a falsehood. <laughs> he went to 7-Eleven to buy a hat. <laughs> Fucking germaphobe. Ted Snopes would know. <laughs> yes, he would. Well, that's... He's like the drudge of celeb rumors and, <laughs> and mystique. <laughs> mystique. More jizz next. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Wish I could do his voice. Oh, my. I could do it. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> yes. It's not bad. Yes. Not bad. Not bad. You're doing a good Sulu. I like Sulu. 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 I, I can't get as deep as you. I'm just what is something he would say? Uh, I, Captain. I, okay. Captain. Ships, Captain. I'd like a dick in my backside. I have Asian eyes and small genitals. That's it. That's perfect. That's uncanny. Somebody put Mr. Spock's pointy ears in my rectum. They're like little pointy penises on his head. That's right, Captain. Oh, shit. That's right, Captain. Aye. Warp factor one, sir. Sir. Aye. Aye.
Mr. Chekhov is unclipped. I noticed that at the urinal. I sure would like to suck it. Ted Sulu. (laughs) Ted Sulu. It's my brother, Ted Sulu. He's a little little odd. Bone, tell me. There's a gerbil stuck in my hidey. (laughs) You must love bones. Yes, I certainly do. He's got a a big bone. (laughs) I have to go to sickbay to see bones. (laughs) (laughs) I guess he saw bones and then went to sickbay. Boo again. <laughs> no, was, no, the, the best A part boo. of that was Danny's get out of my way, Jem coming. <laughs> fucking, he, he Danny's oh, mic's up against it. the window. He jumped up oh. and crashed in like, folks, where do you get a load of this? Okay, fuck it. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you should ask, sir. <laughs> All right, why don't we break and uh, regroup? Created a fucking monster with Sal, by the way. Oh, my God. He won't stop with with. He, he was talking to people. I was at a wedding on Sunday, and he was talking to people, and he's like, yeah, this is uh, Anthony, because he always does this. Opie and Anthony show. Did you hear it? It's got, I got line of the, what, what, wait, what did I get, Rue? What did I get? The thing of the day, of the week or something? Like, no, it's line of the, line of the day, Rue. That's what, tell him. And no one knows, unless you know the show, you don't even know what he's talking about. He's like, at the end of the show, it's a line. That's he's great. like, he's like, if you need, you know, if Jimmy's not in one day, I'll sit in. All right, Sal, calm down. Yeah. I got stood up on that wedding, too. What? Fucking bitches. <laughs> you had it. You up. I don't even want to fucking, I'm not even going to say, okay. but I got fucking stood up and I'm pissed. Just coin city yourself, not even a friend of mine. Oh. Oh, no, you were supposed to have a friend go to the wedding with you? <laughs> yes. But what happened? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Apparently someone got too intoxicated and couldn't wake up. Oh. Oh, <laughs> no. Did somebody's oh. alcoholism? Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, oh. Affected your alcoholism? <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Oh, that's bad. Oh. You were at the wedding all by your lonesome? No. I hate people no, I did. stood up. I, did. I went a lot. I didn't care. My family was there. Did fun. you do the chicken dance by yourself? I oh. didn't do any chicken dance. I didn't do anything. I sat in my seat and I drank. Chicken dance is fun. I laughed the whole time I do it. <laughs> I flapped my arms like a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I even cluck. <laughs> uh, no, I just sit there and... Um, you, you ever t- do the chicken dance in a wake? That really bothers me. <laughs> 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 yeah. Especially if it's a child's wake. That little teeny coffin. <laughs> Just to try to cheer the parents up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. And then you open the thing and you shake the toddler. Look, he's alive! <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's right. I try to get the whole family laughing. I'm like, light up, you can have another one. Yeah, you take his two little hands and clap them together at that part. I say he's up there doing the chicken dance of the sky with the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is that horrible? Look at him in his little outfit. (laughs) (laughs) He wouldn't be wearing a little suit. (laughs) Yes, he would. It's his only little suit, though. I know. He's only got one. He was only a little boy. Four or five. Kids only wear suits for one reason. I always try to tell, I always try to spin it in positive. At least you save money. It's a little coffin. It couldn't have cost as much as a big one. And I flap my arms wildly like a chicken. And the parents never laugh. <laughs> they just hear this head as they wheel that useless bicycle out to the curb. <laughs> oh. 
an awful song. <laughs> it really is. Especially to do a child's funeral. <laughs> I'm fed today. My throat's going to be suffering. Uh, all right, that's... And the other thing, I think they should force pilots to talk uh, the entire flight, even if it's a little little, little uh, puddle jump from here to, to Rochester. Yeah. Get on the mic a bunch of times. You're bored up there anyway and go, look, the, the, the bumps that, you know, you're all thinking that we're going to plummet to our death. This is very normal. <laughs> well, maybe you shouldn't put it like that. But it's very normal and, and it's no big deal. It's like bumps in the road. That's what they should say, It's like though. waves on the ocean. They sort of say ahead of time sometimes, but... During it, go look. Yeah, it's a little rocky, huh? Enjoy. Kind of a little bumpy air. A little choppy. Uh, air. They don't. Yeah, a little choppy. They don't. They don't say turbulence anymore. Right. You know, they just say, "Can uh, I experience a little uh, bit of chop, yeah. a little bumpy air?" We've gotten uh, some uh, messages from planes that have uh, already uh, flown through this area. It's a little, a little bumpy. Yeah. Is it? As soon as you feel that it's turbulence. As soon as you feel that first bump, what do you think? Ah, the oh, wings are God. falling off. <laughs> right. <laughs> this machine cannot take this kind right. of abuse. So talk us through it a little bit. Yes. <laughs> I'm kind of the fearful flyer. <laughs> fearful, fearful flyer. Yes, I don't like flying. No. I don't. Whenever there's a bump, I scream, help, we're dying. <laughs> They're like, sir, we're just backing out of the game. I'm like, how are we falling? We haven't flied yet. <laughs> help us, we're crashing, dear Jesus. I screamed that about 30 or 40 times per flight. Nobody likes flying with me. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'll run from the back all the way up to the front and make a duty in the first class bathroom. You know, you're not supposed to. That's uh... what they tell me. They're <laughs> 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 no, like, Theodore, Mr. Sheckler, return to your chair. Mr. Sheckler, yeah. That's not your last name. It certainly is. Ted, Ted Sheckler. You've changed your last name? I have not, Gregory. It's always been Sheckler. Has it? it certainly has. Yeah, they're no going to challenge that on yes. the message boards. So. I was a Schenectady Shecklers. <laughs> a long line of, of people. <laughs> who are afraid of flying. Oh, yeah, I thought that was going to be what they were. I flied one time, and it was very frightening. <laughs> uh, Jesus. And this is why we're the most successful show. Well, yes! According like to Radio Joe History. Leno, you are. Joe Leno? Joe. Who's Joe Leno? Jay. He's the host of the, of the late program. <laughs> <laughs> Flying uh, sucks. The whole time, they're just preventing it from falling it. out of the sky. It's a miracle. It's just falling the entire time. Yeah. Fall, fall, they fall, fall, just fall. Keep it, uh, keep it up there. Oh, the wings work. Ugh. Everything works the way it's supposed to. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to do a little Rochester visit, and I don't want to fly. That oh, stupid my. Sully, and then there was another one, and then the engine, hefty engine falling the other day. Uh, What's going on? Safer than driving. I know. So they say. Way safer than hanging out with our animal lis listeners. It's safer than driving, but, you know. Yeah, well, you're never in your car. But you're not Writing notes to loved ones as you're crashing into something. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Making cell phone, final cell phone calls. Right. I've done that a few times. <laughs> oh, you did? Yes, I'll go, hello, mother, it's Teddy. We're dying. <laughs> and then I realize I don't have service. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sometimes I'm so frightened I don't even dial. I just pick up the phone and shout. And yell into it. Mother, are you there? We're dying. Mother. It's Teddy. Mother. He calls you Teddy? Uh, hey, she yes. calls you Teddy? Yes, he calls me Teddy Boy. Yeah. Where's Theodore when she's scolding me? <laughs> Whenever I would hear, Theodore, take that out of your mouth and tell your friend to go home. <laughs> I knew I was in Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I make little jokes on the plane. I've been escorted off a few times. Oh, really? I was going through. One time I said, two Jews walk into a bar. They both had bombs. <laughs> yeah, you can't say bombs. I didn't know that. I thought the pilot would laugh. <laughs> I bet they wanted to talk to you after that. Sometimes I'll stand at the emergency door and go, Oh, stewardess, <laughs> this is the bathroom I have to make a duty. <laughs> a lot of duties on the plane. Yes, I get very nervous. It's liquidy, though. You never know it was duty to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think it was that Wonka chocolate factory. Oh, God. <laughs> the, the waterfall of chocolate yes. at Wonka's place? Yes. It's like peanut water. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, is that horrible? Peanut water. Yeah, like a liquefied Snickers bar. <laughs> Nothing solid when I'm scared on the plane. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. What's yeah, Carbonite fuck. about? Carbonite? Is that a new sponsor? You should have fucking Carbonite. What happened to your computer? I, uh, what happened? You should have carbonite. You should only get carbonite. You should only get carbonite. Uh, my girl lost her hard drive. Exactly. Did and Danny lose his hard drive recently, too? Yes. Too much whiskey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> this, this never happens to me. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it happens to every computer, faggot. <laughs> I lost about 80% of my pornography collection. Oh. See? Oh, not Really? And, yeah, and, mad. And just by the grace Imagine of how many years God. I saved you, though. Yeah, yeah probably true. quite a few. <laughs> In the exactly. By the grace of God and Sam, uh, Opie's uh, uh, hard drive was brought back to life long enough to get the information off of it. But you were fucked. There was no way that I'm info was I'm one of the lucky back. ones because we went to the Mac store and everyone there said, nah, you're yeah. fucked. Everyone said, you're fucked, you're done. Yep. There's no way you're getting anything off this hard drive. Sam, it was some kind of miracle and I got it yeah. back. But Now every picture shows ghostly images on it. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> But they they have this carbonite thing. What is it backs up carbonite.com. You know what it does? It automatically backs up your hard drive off-site. So your house can burn down and you can still uh, recover all of the stuff that was on your hard drive. Holy shit, this off -site, is Off-site. So whenever you're connected to the internet, it yeah. automatically just, you know, downloads uh or uploads uh, your your files, uh, important files, pictures, everything that you want to keep that a crash would be devastating for. Wow. Carbonite.com. You know what a, a service like that would cost you? What are you thinking? A thousand? Two thousand? Three thousand dollars? A month. No, a month. Two million five hundred twenty-two thousand. At Ted's computer backup emporium. Yes, I back him up by hand. I sketch all of your photos. <laughs> and I write out your information with a pencil. <laughs> Boy, that takes a while. It certainly does. I store them in the back of my, my old my, my Chevy Vega. <laughs> it, it's Kevin Spacey's apartment from Seven. It's just all those composition notebooks. There. Yes. How many uh, customers do you have, Ted? I have one customer. <laughs> so far, one. I certainly do. 
I have a food chain path mark. Wow, that's a big contract. I'm though. adding up all the receipts. I'm still in 1974. <laughs> oh, God, trying to back all that up. I am, yes. They were paying that bespectacled announcer for far too much money. Remember that creep? Yes. I hated him. He was in Poltergeist. Yes, he was. I, he frightened me. <laughs> yes. It's always funny to see him curse yes. in the movie. It's he like, said cunt a lot around the path mark shoots, I heard. He said, where's the cunting pea soap? And then go, cut. Save it, Pathmark. Now you can get shop meat for three ninety nine a fucking pound. Yes, and he would always take the ShopRite scrunchie bear and fuck it when the cameras are off. <laughs> to show them who was boss. Never heard of that. Yes, it's true. He frightened me. So you're, you've been sketching uh, all their files. Yes, I have been, and they're employees. Oh, why do you want to keep trying I to do their ID cards. You don't have a printer and a computer to do that? I do, but electricity is so expensive. I'm Ted the Chiseler. <laughs> well, I think uh, well, until Ted's freed up, uh, you should go to Carbonite.com because it's only $50 a year. You what? thought I was going to say a month. A year for fifty bucks that's a crazy. year to, to, for that safety and security, knowing all your files are uh, taken care of and safe. Go to Carbonite.com. I have a better service. Oh, Ted! I charge I charge seventy five dollars a year, and you get five megabytes of space. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's not that much. That's all you'll ever need. Just did a megabyte joke, Jesus. <laughs> Upload your word files, any thoughts you may have. But what if you have, like, I know a lot of people, they have literally tens of thousands of pictures oh, and video files. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Now, how would you store that? You have to have a lot of different accounts. <laughs> oh, 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 you got to dim You up. store a few pixels in each account. So it costs 75 bucks for each account. It certainly does. Keeps them from getting stolen. <laughs> Where are you at with Bond? What's that? Where are you at with the ball? Yeah, what's kind of uh, uh, speeds you got as yeah. far as upload and download speeds? Oh, speed 14K with Super of the Modem. You plug your phone right in and zippity-doo-dah. Right up it goes. Right up it goes. <laughs> yes. Zippity-doo-dah. Right up there. Well, 14K. You know, for the 50 bucks a year, I, I got I'm sorry, Ted. I got to go with Carbonite.com. Uh, mm -hmm. And right now, free trial. You get two months free if you decide to buy. So uh, how fantastic is that? That's crazy. Use, use the uh, offer code XM. My God, they're practically giving it away. <laughs> <laughs> it's Carbonite.com, offer code XM. Protect those priceless files today at, not Ted's, at Carbonite.com. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Big Bitch is trying to rub out the little guy. <laughs> yeah, they're always doing that, Ted. <laughs> like GE with their light bulbs. Yes. How's that light bulb filament emporium going? The economy has cost me greatly, Anthony. I remember you only had one client there. Yes, I did. And he committed suicide due to the Madoff scandal. <laughs> <laughs> he lost $700 in Bernie Madoff. His life savings. Wasn't that the cost of one of your filaments? It certainly was. So I actually had him killed because he couldn't pay for the filament. <laughs> I wear it as a tie. Sure is. Let's oh, hear it for Ted, you guys. Yeah. Oh, well, well, thanks for, uh, thank you, everybody. Stopping by. We're, We're getting the out. fuck out of here. Time to go.
Oh, before I forget! Whoa, 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 whoa. That was nothing. Son of a bitch. You got... Did you... Yes, Ted certainly did get everybody. Hip hip hooray for Ted. My friend Ted was a ghost hunter. Ted the ghost hunter? No way. Yes, he was. Really? Did he tell you any stories? No. He just was. That's right. <laughs> Everyone's saying so. The guy's back yeah, could be scratched, scratched before. This. You guys, all right, that, that would be an no, easy one. There's no person. I no investigate one. the paranormal. Oh, oh Ted. Ted! Yes, I investigate ghosts and goblins. <laughs> oh, scary. Are you Ted. hearing that music, or is it just me again? Uh, what music? Oh, good. I hear that music often, Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> I investigate ghosts. <laughs> You've seen a lot of ghosts. I've seen many. <laughs> Boo! Ah. <laughs> and I leave the premises immediately. <laughs> That's not much of a ghost hunter. I don't. I just say I was a ghost catcher. I just find them and leave quickly. <laughs> <laughs> You're scared. Yes, I am very afraid of ghosts. So why are you in this business? <laughs> because I want to know where the ghosts. <laughs> so I avoid those places. Ghosts? <laughs> yes, I hate ghosts. You don't like ghosts? No! Ghosts! <laughs> Scare me tremendously, Robert. <laughs> have you? How many ghosts have you seen? 4,275! <laughs> That's a lot of ghosts. It certainly is, Anthony. <laughs> oh, they're terrible. They come in, they go, boo! And I go, ah! You run away. I run as quickly as I can. Have you ever had a ghost attack you, Ted? Yes, I have! Yeah. One, one knocked my macaroni on the floor! <laughs> Mother had made me some macaroni, and there were two ghosts! And they were quarreling, and they spilled my macaroni! I used to have a ghost come into my bedroom when I was a boy, and he would do things to my hiney! <laughs> terrible! Yes, he smelled of liquor and cigarettes! <laughs> what did he look like? He looked like my uncle! I mean, he was cut on the floor of my uncle, and he would put ghostly things in my backside. <laughs> that sounds frightening. It was very scary. I would yell, and then I would feel his ghostly cigarette smelling hands around my face. Why didn't you run away from that? Because I was small, and I couldn't go anywhere. My feety pajamas were on. <laughs> You open up the little trap door in the back. The ghost would rip them down and go, be quiet, Ted. <laughs> poor, poor young Ted. I was very upset, Anthony. <laughs> I said, oh boy, I'm going to hunt ghosts for the rest of my life and avoid them. <laughs> and avoid them. <laughs> Ted is an awful ghost hunter. He's I don't like ghosts. I carry a fan so I can fan them away from me. <laughs> they just blow away? They're with apparitions. <laughs> That's all we need to do? Yes, just fan the way. Yeah. Go shoo. <laughs> <laughs> so keep a fan around. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Bob is actually right. There was a ghost, and I saw the actual court document. <laughs> oh, you did. I certainly did. And there's a disclaimer. If you're hurt by ghosts, you're not allowed to sue the proprietor of this establishment. <laughs> I've tried suing one time. I slipped on the icy pavement and hurt my elbow. And I claimed that ghosts pushed me to the ground angrily. You seem to have a hard time with that word. No, I don't. Angrily. No, ghosts. Ghosts. Oh, ghosts. Plural of ghosts. Yes, it's ghosts. <laughs>
Oh. When was the last time you had a ghost experience? I see ghosts a couple of times a day. Have you seen one today? Yes! I was in a Caldor trying to buy a sweatshirt, and there was a ghost in the sweatshirt rack. And he went, boo! And I ran away screaming. A Caldor? Yes! I went shopping today in 1987. <laughs> Ted says so. Yes, I do! I was sleeping the other night, I heard a thud, and I knew it was the demons had come to drag me away. So I sat up and masturbated until the sun came up. <laughs> That's a great way to keep that the ghosts away. Yes, the ghosts don't come near you when you're doing that for some reason. No, no. Is that better than the fan? Uh, What's that? Is that? I heard you. Ted's <laughs> <laughs> a smart ass. Yeah, we are reminded that uh, Bob Kelly also told us he saw a werewolf in Iraq. So. Yeah, that is true. Oh, my God, that's so right. Consider the source. Uh, wait till it comes and up. And, dude, it was a werewolf in the middle of the road, mm -hmm. was it? It was, yes. It was a fucking werewolf. Wait till you see. Man. Wait. All right, let's go to uh, John in Virginia. We got a question for Ted. It's done with that. Uh, I don't. I don't see Ted. I still see Jimmy, but hopefully Ted will be here in time to answer this question. John in Virginia. Good morning, boys. Hello. Hi. Jimmy, love your show down dirty. I hope they pick it up, man. Oh, thank. From your lips to God's ears. Oh. Uh, yeah, I got a question for Ted. I'm experiencing a little paranormal activity around my house. Where can I pick up some, uh, you know, some ghost finding products or anything like that? You know, it's funny you should ask. <laughs> he, turned, he turned around and came back. Of course There are plenty of ghost-finding products, and you can get them at Ted's Ghost-Finding Products Emporium. Emporium. They've got everything from fans Emporium. to other things that make the wind move. <laughs> <laughs> you, Ted owns so many emporiums. Excuse me. My eyes are just acting up. I get very nervous when speaking of ghosts. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question, though, sir. Sometimes what I do is I recommend a hammer, and if a ghost is in the area, you just begin hammering him at whatever chair he's sitting on or table he's next to. I, th I thought it would go right through a ghost. It does tend to do that, Anthony. It's a good point. I've gotten scolded quite a few times. Theodore, those are my dishes. <laughs> can, you use, can you use a vacuum? A vacuum? You certainly can if you want to clean up carpet. But as far as ghosts hunting, no. Why not? It I don't know. I never thought thought of that. It's not I like use that. a vacuum once to masturbate myself. I make cubsies inside the vacuum. My mother says, Theodore, remove your genitals from inside that vacuum hose. I said, shut up, bitch. And I fucked her in the mouth. I'm, like I'm just being racy. Uh, are there, like, I don't like language like that. <laughs> wow. So, I think uh, a vacuum would work, though, because it would suck him in and then blow him out. Yes, but then go. what are you going to do? You'll have a bag full of ghosts? <laughs> Who needs a vacuum bag full of ghosts? I certainly don't. Couldn't you take them then and throw them out? I'm not carrying a bag of ghosts <laughs> to the dumbwaiter. <laughs> the dumbwaiter? You gotta... Are you supposed to leave a bag of ghosts? And as soon as they go to the garbage truck, it'll go... <laughs> and it'll burst the bag of the ghosts. 
will become free yet again. <laughs> but maybe they'll be down the road and go to somebody else's house. That's a good point, but I don't want to push my ghost problem <laughs> off on another, Anthony. That's very considerate. Yes, plus I don't think it'll work. I think they'll come back and haunt me mercilessly. <laughs> <laughs> Theodore, move! Ah. <laughs> we have another question for Ted. So scared and runs away. Yeah, we got Brian in Philly. Uh, another question? Yes, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Ted. Yes, Brian, good luck to the Philadelphia Phillies. Well, thank you, sir. Ted, when You're you welcome. See, when, when you see ghosts, are they naked or are they wearing clothes? I see them as smoky apparitions. I don't see them as faces. Sometimes like a sheet, like Casper often. Oh. <laughs> yes, floating by. <laughs> I one time ran through a patio window because of the ghosts. We're trying to we're trying to pinch my fanny. <laughs> it sounds harrowing. Yeah. It certainly was harrowing, Anthony. It's an excellent word for it. <laughs> Ted, are you a big fan of the ghost movies? I don't go for scary movies, Gregory. I like Disney films. Yeah. And films that put a smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like horror films. They frighten me. Yeah, yes, they do. What was the scariest movie you ever saw? Oh, I don't know. I don't make it through the first. I saw The Exorcist. Yeah, oh. that was very frightening. That is scary. It certainly is. Mm -hmm. I threw the DVD out. I was very nervous. Yeah, little uh, little Reagan. Her name was. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. know. I didn't get that far. She the had, opening music frightens me, she, so I removed the DVD and I I put in something. Ah! <laughs> oh, you ah! the <laughs> she she makes a uh, pee pee on the floor. Yes, I heard that. That's why I got it. I thought that'd be fun. <laughs> I thought it was pornography. <laughs> oh, little girl tingles, does she? Well, this ought to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, I got a question. I'm wondering if um, yeah. Ted the serial killer is here today. I, I don't know. He might be. I, I'm looking around to see if Ted the Ted, the serial killer. Ted Bundy or Ted? No, um, no Ted, Ted the serial the killer. serial killer. Ted Bundy stole my thunder. Oh, Ted! Hey. Yes. <laughs> I was a serial killer. I would blow smoke in people's faces and then kill them slowly with my secondhand smoke. <laughs> I'm responsible for many deaths. <laughs> You have any trophies from your uh, from your from your killings at home there, Ted the serial killer? Yes, I do. Yeah. I would always save the right sock. <laughs> Why the right sock? I don't sock? know. I couldn't improv anything better than that, Gregory. I <laughs> I had a little collection. I would save everything but the feet. I would put it in my closet and it would start to smell. I told mother I would duty of the rug again. <laughs> <laughs> Still live with mother? I certainly do. Mother's infirm. <laughs> She's an invalid. Yeah. Yes. I put fish food in her mouth, and then I, I rape her. <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't know. Why wouldn't I? That's the question. <laughs> Is she alive, Ted? Uh, I think so, yes. Yeah. She always goes, get off me, Ted. <laughs> Oh, it's horrible with the yeah. fish food breath. Yeah, it's yes. nice. really a turn-off, Anthony. <laughs> you just sprinkle a pinch. You don't want to overfeed Mother. Yes, she sticks her tongue out stupidly. <laughs> I'm sorry we went down this road, but now we got questions for Ted the Serial Killer. We got oh. Alan in Arkansas. Alan. 
Yeah, Ted, where might I find uh, somewhere to buy ether rags and rope, handcuffs, maybe a shovel? You can go to TedSerialKillingParaphernalia.com. <laughs> the Emporium was shut down by the federal authorities. But I sell all sorts of things. I sell medieval maces. I sell anvils. Wait, what's the place called? I mean, the web website? He's not going to remember. Um, <laughs> it's off the top Ted of TedSerialKillingParaphernalia.com. Oh, no, it's not org. <laughs> just to throw everybody off, yes, right? Yes, the Chinese people are cybersquatting.com. <laughs> There's an ad for tiny genital improvement. <laughs> uh, Ted, uh, people want to know how many uh, how many kills do you have? 1,475. Wow. But only one is confirmed. <laughs> I'm making the assumption, because I one time blew smoke into a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and you hoped that would, like, kill them all? Yes, very slowly. Yeah. Let's go to Mongo the Trucker, a question for Ted the oh, Serial Killer. He's a second-hand smoke uh, yes, serial killer. Yes, I'm a second-hand smoke serial killer. So he blows smoke and hopes years from now they die. I keep trophies. <laughs> I keep the butts that I've killed my victims with. And I masturbate over them. <laughs> I, run, I run the cigarette butt over my nipples and genitals and I masturbate angrily. That is the worst serial killer idea ever. No, it's not. It's very good. Secondhand smoke? I've killed... Do you watch the cake show? Oh, yeah, Ace no, of Cakes. No, I've heard of Ace what is it called? of Cakes. Ace of Cakes. Yeah, Ace of Cakes. Who's watching that? <laughs> Ace What's... of Cakes is pretty impressive. It is. They make the cake into, like, the Taj Mahal or something. I would like a nice cake. Do they do that? From Charm City Cakes. I saw one. They made a cake. Wait, like a... I don't know. I swear to God. Yeah, from where? Charm City Cakes. <laughs> Duff from Charm City Cakes. He makes all these cakes. He made one airplane cake. And he stuck like firecrackers in the engine. Throw it into right, a listen. fucking cemetery in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Get E Rock in here because he just said uh, cake. Oh. He goes smoke <laughs> cake, and he goes a bunch of the DVDs. You watch? You watch this oh, stupid no. show? You have this on DVD? Of course yeah. he does. What? Yeah. It was a special Target exclusive. <laughs> Dude, I wouldn't give a shit if they paid you to take the fucking DVDs out of the store. Why would you have Ace of Cakes? Because it was a Target exclusive. I got right? turned on to the show. You'd sit there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let, 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 me, let me paint a picture. You're sitting there going like, holy shit. Look what he's doing with that fucking cake pan. I got to watch that at least 20 times. Yeah, I got it on DVD. Rewind. Yeah. Rewind. Watch, watch the icing. Look, I'm guilty for taking a peek, but I wouldn't go and get the box set. That's how I started uh, watching the show. I bought it on DVD. Oh, well, you, you just saw it but without watching it? No, I was going to check this out. Your DVD collection must just be fantastic, but you got the likes of... Oh, it's the best. Ace of Cakes Ace in Ace of it. Cakes is on every day. Just I never turn... saw it until they, I was told to buy the DVDs. So What's I your favorite them and I told to buy the DVDs now. <laughs> ah, now he was told to buy Who them. told you? No, his stomach told him. No, it wasn't what, my check. What, um, what's your favorite cake that the guy made? Yeah. They did one for Leno. They did a uh, a big sports car cake. See, he's trying to like he's trying to bond he's with Jimmy. Yes, right I there. am. That was doing. an attempt at like yeah. I watch it. They're goofing on. All right, well, you know, Leno. You know, you might know a guy named Leno, uh, Jim. Which yeah. one sent you on the on the fucking biggest food binge? Which cake sent you on a binge? <laughs> one of them did. Which one? No. Send you on a sweet could binge. You, could uh, you find some of these Ace of Cakes, Travis? Yeah. Uh, I want to hear a little uh, dialogue. 
from Ace, Ace of Cakes. Cakes. It's a good show. It's Only not a good show. Look, they made a cake in the, it looks just like a sandwich. Good, let's fucking eat it. I'm sure they're delicious. So yeah, they are probably the most inedible cakes. Well, you're you're right. It's like yeah. plastic. plastic on like that fucking cake that we got the, uh, the, the station. <laughs> Look at the castle. No, that one was edible. Look at the enchanted. That's castle. not a cake. It's a sculpture. That, that's in the middle of a train that's, set. That's a cake. You also have to realize what makes it a show is the human drama element of you know you have to make a deadline. You all have to work together in Charm City Cakes. Charm City. Charm City Cakes. Where's Charm City Cakes? I think it's in St. Louis, but I'm not positive. Okay. Yeah. It's like American Chopper, but for cakes. Do they ship them? Oh, just like it. Um, hey, that's a great way to start the show, though. It's American. American <laughs> Chopper with cakes. With cakes. Do they ship cakes? They'll they'll put it in a van. Like I've, they they've had to put the cake in a van and drive it themselves. But I don't see Wouldn't how you, you could pack it up. Help <laughs> <laughs> me with this cake. And that gets Mom. that gets scary because you don't know if the cake's gonna make it in one yes, case. Because you don't know if it's gonna fall down. You hit one speed bump. Oh shit! They just spent an hour doing that cake. Yeah. And it, this is a yeah. huge thing. It cakes just, are very tricky to ship. <laughs> oh, oh no! Did you know that, Samuel? No, no Ted, the cake maker. I have my own cake business, Gregory. Yeah, I make called? ice cream cakes. Oh nice! I, I ship them all cakes. over the country. That yeah, must wait. be hard in uh, the refrigerated trucks. Yeah. Uh, I don't like. I use UPS Ground. <laughs> 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 You'll get your cake within five days, or it's on old ten. Wow. Uh, you, mu you must pay for a lot of cakes. I have, yes. That's a good point, Anthony. I need to change my guarantee. People are always like, there's just a soupy cardboard box. My party's ruined, Ted. <laughs> ruined. Uh, nice. <laughs> That's a jerk off. Uh, Ronnie B hates those cakes, according to <laughs> How did he ship them? Ronnie B says he hates these cakes because uh, he wants a cake without uh, Play-Doh on top. Yeah, that's what it is. It's they like use too the, much of that sculpting stuff. But it's edible. It's sugary. And oh, it's horrible tasting. Flavored. You know Duff once made a bumper car cake? No. And all the cars were little cakes. That sounds like a little fun. Yeah. Wow, so like... That's terrific, Sam. The, the whole cake was the, the like... Like the thing track. that you drive yeah. around the bumper cars, and each bumper car gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Those are easy. Do you know I'll write little inscriptions on the cakes? Happy birthday, Merle. <laughs> Merle? Yes, but no one ever sees it because they melt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perhaps you need a refrigerated truck again. I don't have that kind of money, Anthony. UPS ground, five days or less, but it's not old Ted. <laughs> but see, you're paying now because you got to pay... For the cake that yeah. gets there melted, so why don't you just get refrigerated trucks? Point taken. <laughs> does the ice cream cake leak out of the box? Yes, it does. I've been getting a lot of complaints that there's just flat, soupy boxes that aren't delicious, though. They have to say that in fairness. <laughs> of course they would. Kids will deny the deliciousness of Theodore's cakes. <laughs> yes, that's what it's called. Theodore's Cake Emporium. Oh, it's an emporium. That's right. Oh, of course, it has to be. You think it, I'll bake it. That's my motto. It's not a very good one. It doesn't rhyme. I know it doesn't. I thought it did. I was tired. Is there a website? Yes, it is. It's Theodore's Cake Emporium with a good guarantee dot com. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 
You got to work on your website addresses too. Though. I know they're too short. They have to be a lot longer to roll off the tongue. <laughs> At least you got the dot com. Uh, yes, I don't know. I meant to say dot org. I know. That's why I went taken. back there. That's why I went back there. You're right. Dot <laughs> <laughs> UK. I have that one too. Oh, lucky you. I, I there's too many there's too many shows on TV. <laughs> There's yeah. too many not shows. A lot, not a lot of them are worth uh, watching. No. Though. Just takes. Just pick out one of the ones we talked about and see if you like it. When we've reached the point where there's a show about cakes. <laughs> you got to see these cakes. <laughs> I don't know. You there's, can't get no. over this one. I, there's too much. Yes, I can't get over the cake show. Look at the guy. He has baked cake on his knuckles. Come on. He's Dude, cool. Stop it. That is not the friggin' guy. He looks like That's an alternative rock jock. Yeah, that's Duff. Now he's baking cakes. Looks like fucking Steve, who was still in Foundry. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Bake cake. Ace of cakes. They got the cool logo, cakes. too. Come yeah. on. And then who's the old fucking broad with the, the retard bangs in the back? Okay, well, that's one of his staff members. Those are the... Where do they work? Uh, Charm City Cakes. <laughs> Charm, Charm City Cakes. Yeah. What's Charm City, by the way? It's the name of the cake shop. Where are they? Where, I think where they're in St. Louis, but I'm not St. Lou? I think so. St. Lou. So I'm going to say in the, the best Ace of Cake shows are the ones where the cakes fall apart. What well, happens I, there? Cause the oh, cakes... wow. The <laughs> drama. The, oh, fuck. Are they going to be able to put it together cakes in time for the function? <laughs> Holy shit. Well, you, but you don't want to see that happen. Well, no. Because that happens. I don't want to see it. They yeah. spend a lot of time building these cakes, and sometimes in transport, the cakes fall apart, and then it's an emergency to put it back together. But then it gets so stressful. You How do they handle that, Samuel? <laughs> I tend to just not answer the emails. <laughs> well, they try to fix the cake as quick as possible. Oh! I had to do that one time. I had to fly to Southern California and then refreeze it and hand it to the man. <laughs> Save myself 14 buckaroos. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god nancy reagan is uh talking to ronnie that's that's great yes. really What's yeah she's saying reagan says obama snubbed her also says she sees ronald's ghost and has little conversations, Boo. little chit chats with uh <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> you think ronnie's haunting her no, I just heard some of your jokes. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> yes, I'm haunting her. Her big, giant head. <laughs> what is she saying about Ron? I don't know if they have, like, complete conversations. It's a little, it's a little vague. She kind of no, feels... No, she's dead. She feels his presence and... She uh, said that she has seances and she'll say, Ronnie, and he'll go... Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I pass gas. <laughs> Former First Lady Nancy Reagan said this week that President Barack Obama snubbed her and that she still sees the ghost of her late husband inside her home. Uh, Vanity Fair, Obama missed an opportunity when she wasn't invited to a March ceremony where Obama said he'd allow comprehensive stem cell research, but that the commander-in-chief later apologized for the oversight. Uh, I would... Ooh, Nancy, <laughs> what do you expect from a... <laughs> of course you're gonna get snubbed. Boo! 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 <laughs> I would have gone and, you know, I don't like to travel, said Reagan87, a well-known stem cell advocate. Politically, it would have been a good thing for him to do.
Uh, it would have been a good thing. Yeah, sure. Oh, well, no one's perfect, she said. Oh, especially not a <laughs> <laughs> who knew I was so racist. Everyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it isn't the first time Obama's insulted the first uh, lady, the former first lady. Uh, Did they call her a cunt? <laughs> <laughs> here's a quote from Obama. I didn't want to get into a Nancy Reagan thing about, you know, doing any seances. Obama <laughs> joked on November 7th at a press conference. Obama later apologized for his careless and offhanded remark. Boo. Why do you have to apologize for everything? Well, now I'm going to haunt the White House. Yeah? Yes, I'm going to be a spook. <laughs> A ghost in the White House. Right. I'm going to go around going, boo, I'm a spook. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what ghosts are. Reagan, Hello. who spoke... That's what ghosts are. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Reagan, who spoke from her, clear? her Bel Air, California home, also said she still catches glimpses of Ronald Reagan's ghost in the halls. I wander the hallways. Looking for something. My mind, I think. <laughs> Is it down here? When you have Alzheimer's and, well, you die, you don't get to remember. It doesn't all come back when you go to heaven. You I, you asked, would, though. I asked God for a puppy. <laughs> I thought I was three. <laughs> I miss Ronnie a lot, an awful lot, Reagan said. People say it gets better. No, it does not. Yes, it does. <laughs> it got better for Ronnie. Take your nagging. It sounds strange, but I see Ronnie at nighttime. If I wake up, I think Ronnie's there, and I start to talk to him, she said. Ooh. It's not important what I say, but the fact is, I do think he's there, and I see him. It's my old coat on a coke rack, dummy. <laughs> 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 wow, she's uh, she's always been into that spiritualist yeah. thing, right? Seeing ghosts and fucking you don't believe in say ghosts, seances. I don't know what to believe. I that. Uh, I would like to think there are ghosts. There are ghosts. <laughs> oh, Ted, the ghost scary. hunter. Yes. Ted, very scary. What's going on with Nancy Reagan? Uh, you know, she she's, sees Ronald. Yeah. I'm a ghost. <laughs> He's very frightening. Frightening. <laughs> Why is he frightening? I don't know, because he haunts me. Why does he haunt you, Ted? I don't know. He thinks I'm Nancy. Why would he think that? I don't know. Maybe because I'm flat-chested. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck her. She's in her 80s. I'm Ted hates that language. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Anthony's a pretty smart guy. What would it take for Robin oh, Knievel to fall into the middle of the volcano, in the middle of his jump? Uh, first of all, he wasn't going over the top of the volcano. Right. They put the ramp to the side to make it look like he's gone over it, but he's really not. Right. And if he fell in it, uh, something tells me it's a fake volcano. <laughs> well, besides that, it, it would be impossible for him to lose oh, his momentum boy, in the middle of that jump no matter what. It. There would have to be some kind of crazy gust of wind. <laughs> yeah. Some kind of tornado to stop his momentum. I was injured one time doing oh. a jump, Gregory. Oh, no. Yes. I'm Ted. Oh, yes. Is I'm it? Ted the Daredevil. <laughs> hey, Ted, how are you? Oh, I have a cape, but I wear it in the front. 
That's silly. Yes, and the wind blows it in my face. It looks like a burka. <laughs> Ted, did you have a New Year's Eve uh, jump? I certainly did. Yeah, Ted the Daredevil. Yes, I jumped jump? a bag of marshmallows. <laughs> a bag of marshmallows. Yes, there were ants all over, and it was very frightening. Very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I landed and my crotch slammed into that little bar. <laughs> Ow. Yeah, it yeah. split my testicles. <laughs> uh, we, we got Gary Coleman in divorce court or a light bulb that has burned for 107 years. I got to hit a light bulb one. <laughs> Why? Filament. It must have very good filament. <laughs> Who's that? Filament. Who's that? It's me. I'm who's hoping... who's who? Who is that? Uh, who, who is who that? Is that? <laughs> Ted the light bulb expert. Who? is very effective. You, you're an expert on what? Light bulbs. <laughs> really? Yes. Companies hire me to save them energy. <laughs> what if I wanted to save energy in my apartment? Energy would sound I like change, wizardry. Would I change the light bulbs? What would I change them to? Stop trying to lead me, idiot. He <laughs> <laughs> can do it himself. <laughs> Fucking Jimmy had a rant on trees yesterday. It was, it was legendary. The oh stupid God, tree God. bit yesterday made me laugh all day. I'm hoping for a light bulb rant today. You never there know. There won't be one. I was just commenting on the Philippine. Light bulb uh, burns continuously for 107 years. We That's gotta, a lot longer than normal. We got to thank Breach. Normally they tap out at 103 years. That <laughs> <laughs> extra four years, he got his money's worth. <laughs> is this Frank the Frowner? No, it's no, Ted no. the light bulb expert. <laughs> Sounds a lot like Frank the yes, Frowner. Yes, they all sound alike. Don't you understand that? There's two voices, eight people. <laughs> uh, Breitbart. Thanks to Breitbart for for putting this on their uh, Breitbart on their uh, main page. Here we go. Uh, the Centennial light bulb here at the Livermore Pleasant Fire Department is a hand-blown light bulb built by the Shelby Light Company with a carbon filament inside. And I told you it was a good filament, <laughs> but nobody wants to listen to me. The Shelby Light Company was legendary for their filaments. <laughs> Shelby was legendary. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. It sounds like there might have been some wizardry to this light bulb. There was no wizardry. It was just good filament stuff. I think you know a little bit about wizardry, I don't know. you? It sounds like Frank, you could. Frank the Frowner. Huh? <laughs> filament inside, and it puts out four watts worth of light. We currently use it to like illuminate the apparatus. <laughs> a little dim bulb. A little soft orange glow coming out of it. <laughs> It's 104 years old. <laughs> I didn't even think of that either. 107. Uh, Got tiny little filaments. Uh, nothing beats Jimmy's Ben Franklin cruising rant. Uh, Damien wants to acknowledge that rant. Yeah, that was a good to one. To illuminate the apparatus bay, and the firefighters use it at night as the night light when they're coming out to get into their rigs. Notice that not only is the light bulb the original part of the installation, but everything from the ceiling to the light bulb, so the wire, the socket, and the base, including the switch, is all original. So it's a fire hazard. You know <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what he's saying. Do you know how great that would look with a basketball bouncing off? <laughs> 107 years down the fucking shitter. Smash. Get me a new one. Dude, where's the light bulb? Send a pest. Yes, we, yeah, you a, have to we got a prize pest. closet. Break that fucking oh. asshole light bulb. Break the light bulb. <laughs> oh, my God. Next day, there's just a GE 100 water screwed into there. Exactly. <laughs> History's gone. Yeah, what happened to the light bulb? Oh, this one's brighter. It's fucking Shut broke. Up.
<laughs> One of the things to note is, is the filament of the bulb is much larger than the common filaments we have right now. As I've said! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was he saying about the filament? Because you could probably just finish what he was saying. The filament is much larger, therefore more effective. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Is that right, Frank the Frowner? Huh? <laughs> I'm Ted, the light bulb expert. <laughs> light bulb expert. Right now, and so it's much more shock sensitive, and it doesn't put out as much light, but it certainly puts out enough illumination and has kept going That's for over exactly. years. Exactly. What does that mean, shock sensitive? Because you don't want to get shocked, you'll become sensitive to it, <laughs> idiot. It means if you tap it, it won't break like your normal light bulb. Exactly. It's I big, said fat, thick. Black filament. Yeah. <laughs> Big thick filament. You don't want to put that anywhere near the blonde filament, or it'll never come back. The blonde filament will be ruined. <laughs> She'll start smoking Newports. <laughs> now, She'll put on 100 pounds. Uh, now, uh, boardroom Jimmy, uh, <laughs> this can't be good for the economy, right? To have a light bulb that burns for 107 years. I don't know enough years. about numbers, so I deal in filaments. <laughs> My company puts out seven <laughs> filaments a year. <laughs> seven a year? That's right. That's well, it. I guess wow. if they We're last nice forever. Like quality. <laughs> we make them from the spines of stillborns. <laughs> I love how he has to be in character, even though it's radio. He's, you, you can't even see his eyes. Just who I am. <laughs> just fucking a mess. Eight years. People always ask us, has it ever been hit, or do you dust it, or how do you take care what of it? What is your paint? answer to that, and sir? A matter of... <laughs> has it ever been hit? By what? It's fucking still intact, isn't it? Yes, it was hit by, it was hit by a child's party balloon in 1937. <laughs> and a dust bunny crashed into it. <laughs> <laughs> it was hit by a breeze that would explode, you cunt. <laughs> Who asks you these questions? And the matter People of fact always is, ask, is that has anybody ever kicked it like a judo expert? Have a fire truck ever run it over? Has it ever exploded and been taped back together? <laughs> clean it and the matter of fact is is that on occasion the light bulb has been hit with basketballs and nerf balls and a cool. few things and it has sustained itself quite well well they've asked us so what are you going to do when the light bulb burns out and we affectionately tell them that we don't plan to do anything because we know this light bulb is probably going to outlive most of us here today who asked you ago, fucking the light bulb celebrated what are you going to do when the light bulb burns out will it just be dark forever in here or will you replace it what are you going to read by <laughs> Eight years ago, the light bulb celebrated its 100th birthday, and we threw a barbecue here, and that was attended by approximately 500 people, complete wow. with cake and the barbecue. This light bulb has Speaking its own website, and you can visit that website, <gasps> centennialightbulb.com, and uh, watch fan, the light bulb on its please. own light cam, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So the light bulb by itself is, if you will, its own personality. It's definitely its own character, and a part of Livermore that is truly, truly historical. www.breakthisalready.com <laughs> <laughs> That's the light bulb? Wow. Oh, it looks like an old man. Oh. <laughs> no. That old man is pointing at the light bulb. What's the LFD? 
Uh, that's the town. Something the- fucking dummy. <laughs> Light fucking dummy. <laughs> Put that picture back, Nathaniel, or I'll knock that hat off your fucking head. Is he from the Livermore Fire Department, I yes. believe, uh, Ted? Oh. Ted, right? Ted the, Ted the light bulb expert. The light bulb expert. He looks like the gorgeous fisherman. He does. <laughs> <laughs> and all he's doing is using the light to show you the finger he fucked his wife with last <laughs> yes. night. Yes. He's showing you his stinky finger. He's like, that's how far I got it in before she passed out. <laughs> I'm a fat-fingered fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, well, that. Uh, oh, he's a thick-fingered man. He certainly is. What kind of filament is that? That's a very thick filament. It's the type they used to make out of carbon. Now they switch them. They make them out of they make them out of kerosene. They're not as effective. <laughs> kerosene. Wow. You turn it on and they explode. It's like it's like the, the light bulb that. Uh, oh, he's a thick-fingered man. He certainly is. What kind of filament is that? That's a very thick filament. It's the type they used to make out of carbon. Now they switch them. They make them out of they make them out of kerosene. They're not as effective. Kerosene. Wow. You turn it on and they explode. It's like it's like the, the light bulb that killed caretaker. The light bulb looks like an old man's sack. Yeah, it's just kind of hanging there and yeah. it smells bad. Yeah. That's all I can come up with. It really does. It looks like a, a ball bag. Odd looking light bulb. But the socket and everything is supposed to be the same It's the age. original, they said. <laughs> oh, sorry. Right, shit, it, man. It looks newer, though. It's not reason. newer. Okay. I'm, I mean, I apologize. They, do they, how do you turn it on? You just twist it? You look at it, and it knows what to do. <laughs> Stupid, wow. there's a switch. <laughs> so that's my question. How do you turn it on? Rub your cock in front of it. It'll get excited. <laughs> I'm just, I'm Talk just, dirty to it. I'm just asking. What, what's your name again? You know my name. <laughs> what is Ted it? the light bulb expert. <laughs> <laughs> Could be the worst character ever. Yeah, well, it's factual, at least. I know all about Philip. I certainly think I see him as a one-off. <laughs> oh, you're going to be surprised. <laughs> a lot of light bulb news. Oh, more than you can imagine. <laughs> as a matter of fact, every story has a light bulb in it somehow, because there's always light involved. <laughs> you can tell us what type of uh, lighting was used. If maybe yeah, of course I will. Yeah, yeah. fluorescent. Fluorescent what you... for queers. <laughs> okay. Throwing the filament business. Uh, <laughs> Will you take questions from our listeners, uh, Ted? If there are serious questions, I don't play games with light bulbs. All right, Brad in uh, Jersey. Good right. evening, Brad. Thank you for calling the program. No, it's on. Ted's it's light bulb hour. It's uh, <laughs> hour. Jesus. He wants to know how many Jews does it take to screw in a light bulb. I don't do jokes like that. Six million. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought we'd have a light bulb expert. Of course you haven't. We got instant feedback from Stephen S. from Bayshore. Oh. Hey, what am I? Ooh. Oh, how could that be? He's sitting hey. right here. But it says Stephen S. from Bayshore. Someone's lying. What? Someone's fibbing. What? Uh, line of the day is brought to you by uh, Ted, the light bulb expert. Yes, it certainly is. Buy one of his seven filaments he makes a year. <laughs> That's right. They last Hand a long <laughs> time. They're from uh, stillborn these? spines. If you make it only, yeah. Oh, that's right. He did say that, but he only makes seven a year. Why not make more? Because I get tired of shoveling. <laughs> shoveling. That's why everybody walks away crying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. 
Yeah, you know how I've got so many splinters playing those little lids off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> tiny, tiny little lid. <laughs> breaking news. Oh, it looks breaking like it'd be news. nice to put a shaving cream cannon. <laughs> oh, my God. Instead of the dreams you had. <laughs> uh, Josh from Jersey writes, I'm watching Maury's top ten sexiest moments, and for some ungodly reason, Stalker Patty was one of them. Oh. Well, she was on her show. That's when a friend of hers got her makeover to try and get her laid. Yeah. So I put a little feather in a shoebox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn. Line of the day brought to you by CartScan. Get all your contacts organized in just a few seconds. Check out the device Ooh. that nobody should be without. That's right, a light bulb. Everyone needs one. <laughs> no, 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 CartScan. No. Oh. com slash radio one. I'm going to use that to uh, scan Ted's card. He gave me one. That's right. Because uh, I'm in need of a uh, light bulb. At my house, I'm having a lot of work done, and I got a chandelier going in, and it's got a lot of light bulbs in it. it does. But it's gonna... I hear the word chandelier, and I get tingly in the genitals. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you only make seven uh, filaments yeah. a year, though, that's going to be a problem for a chandelier. No, it's not. I've just been very slow on orders. <laughs> Nobody's ordering because I charge five hundred dollars per bulb. They're handmade. <laughs> I paint a little insignia. On Ted's a douche. Ted's not a douche. Ted's a, a self-made man. Uh, Ted's light bulb factory's been going strong for 14 months. Do you have a website? What? Do you have www.tezlightbulbfactory.com? This four, this four W's. You certainly are. Trevor from Akron, Ohio. Uh, what's what's Ted's opinion of uh, halogen light bulbs? Huh? Halogen. I don't like halogen. Why? I don't know. It's halogen. Halogen is the ones you put in your headlamps. Yes, yes. Yes, of course I know that. Very bright. Yes, I prefer to put a regular 60-watt bulb in the front of my head. <laughs> your headlights? I certainly do. <laughs> that probably wouldn't throw off much light. Keep the mosquitoes away from the car, because they're always shitting on the hood. <laughs> I hate when moles and mosquitoes... Mosquitoes or mosquitoes... Mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. I hate when they shit on What about LEDs? Those are uh, oh, a lot yeah. of people using those. I now. don't like Light all. emitting diodes. Oh, those are no good. They find those in paint ships. It's bad for children. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about fluorescent lights? Do you like? Those? I answered that question already. <laughs> <He's> redundant. <laughs> I said I don't like them. They're for queers. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say it again. Plus, you can hide a regular light bulb in your hiney. If you're going to do that with a fluorescent, you have to get a good buddy and go cheek to cheek and then sashay sideways. <laughs> sashay. Yeah. Here's another runner-up line of the day. Uh, today is gonna it's gonna be called for some taped on sunglasses. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and half of my thigh placed on my cheek. Oh my god. <laughs> Now you've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, put a wig on an iguana. <laughs> <laughs>
looks just <laughs> like him. Looks just like him. <laughs> oh, those horrendous wigs. <laughs> Little tuft wig. <laughs> Whenever you see the wig on one, a burn victim, you want to go, oh, look at the wig. <laughs> and fucking just adjust it really roughly. <laughs> well, I'll be very ginger with that if you don't mind. My head is tender. <laughs> That's right. It's the same character. Apparently, there's an accident in the film in factory. <laughs> I was burned from head to toe. <laughs> don't move the wig around too roughly. My head is very tender. <laughs> It's like hamburger patty. Robert <laughs> Kelly, the big gig, where is that again? Uh, June 6th, Patrice O'Neill, Mike uh, DiStefano. And no Rich Voss for some No reason. Rich Voss is no. not on the gig, but it's um, Red Bank, New Jersey, Count Basie Theater. Tickets are on sale now, so make sure you call 732-842-9000. Big show. We got, I think it's like a thousand-seat theater, too. Are you so. calling it the mini virus show? No. Somebody said you were. No. No, that's stupid Voss. Mm, I wanted really? to co- was, remember we wanted to do that little thing with me, him, and Voss? That's a great idea, actually. Yeah, it's a great idea, but then they booked this show with me, DiStefano, and Voss. <laughs> I mean, and Patrice, but Voss, I don't know. I don't get it. That's a lovely theater that Count Basie. That's a 300 Bulver. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> he just he pays attention to how many light bulbs are in a place. But you only make to seven. Judge how good it is. He only makes seven a year, though. Yeah, that's the only one in the country, though. <laughs> There's other ones. Right. How many? Competition. I don't know. Well, who's your who's your biggest uh, competition there, uh, Ted? Gene. The Sun. <laughs> <laughs> the Sun is owned by Jews, and I want it shut down. <laughs> the Jews have the Sun, and they're ruining my business. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend is Larry the Cloud Maker. <laughs> We're teaming up. Oh, wow. <laughs> Larry makes clouds and it blocks out the son of the Jew. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm in direct. I really have a rivalry going with with Roger the Darkness salesman. He hates me. <laughs> he sells darkness to rooms. But I turn on the light. I guess we got it, didn't we? Yeah, we got it. <laughs> well, nothing worse than over-explaining a mediocre joke. <laughs> what do you think, cum eater? <laughs> You're gonna give yourself a headache. Holy shit. <laughs> All right, here's your line of the day. Here comes line of the day, line of the day, line of the day. Has it ever been hit by what? It's fucking still intact, isn't it? Yes, it was hit by it was hit by a child's party balloon in 1937, <laughs> and a dust bunny crashed. Into it. Poo, poo. It's too short. <laughs> it's still too short, right? Wow, that was funny. That was very funny. Stephen S. from Bayshore, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Yes, indeed. Oh, I got Looking to see, forward to reading the... Uh, see all that wonderful uh, jimminess. <laughs> yes. Isn't it fun? Oh, that was great. He actually makes the face and everything. <laughs> well, you know, Ted... I'm uh, amazed by the amount of spittle that comes out of your mouth. That's yeah. really brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, spittle is the enemy of the light bulb, too. It's very ironic that I'm such a, a light bulb king. Pickled horse balls. 
This South Carolina funeral home has been forced to shut down after its director admitted one of his employees cut the legs of a corpse oh. without the family's permission. He was a man that was full of love. James Hines was a minister who died of skin cancer in 2004. This funeral home handled the burial for Hines' six-foot-seven frame. According to the measurement on the casket and the funeral director, we asked him, but this suitable for his length? And he said, yeah, that'd be perfect. The home's director said employees never told Hines' family that his body might not fit in a standard casket. But when rumors started to spread, authorities opened an investigation and exhumed his body last April and found that Hines' legs had been cut to fit. Oh, man. I have a feeling this happens a lot. I yeah, bet it does. They yeah. just don't tell the families. Also, the shoes just look too close to the knees, and they don't want to say it. Like, why are the shoes so close to the knees? They're kind of crooked. George in Alabama. George. Hey, boys. Welcome aboard, George. Learn that word exhumed from Ted, the funeral home director. Did if you? he'd had anything happen like that at his funeral I've had home. it happen many times. Ted, really? I certainly have. What we normally do is we just put the legs up through the through the top of the coffin and just rest it gently on it. We hope nobody notices. <laughs> Cover him with flowers. Yes, and sometimes I'll go, his feet are out, and I'll go, it's a miracle, he's alive. <laughs> Praise God. You, you don't want to do that to the family. You yes. don't want to give them hope like that, Ted. Um, yes, and sometimes they'll think that he's come back to life, and they'll demand their money back. And they'll have to go, no, he's really dead, he's just had a short coffin. <laughs> I sell everything death. <laughs> what do you mean everything death? Sometimes to save money on formaldehyde, I fill them with jelly, Gregory. <laughs> Why? Why? I hear maggots enjoy uh, jelly, Gregory uh, almost oh. said. <laughs> Abu, Ted. Uh, Abu. I got nervous <laughs> talking about death. Is there a name for this uh, establishment? Yes, Ted's Afterlife Emporium. <laughs> afterlife. What the? We take care of your final expenses. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Danny found an interesting picture. What is that, Dan? Well, these, uh, let's see, Rhoda and Gallo, 26, and her sons Bernard and Kelvine, killed during post-election unrest, are prepared for burial uh, at the mortuary in Kisumu. That doesn't sound <laughs> like somewhere around here. One side of the children's coffins had to be broken by a mortuary worker to let the legs out as the caskets were too small for the boys. They actually this is over in Kenya. My joke. <laughs> the legs are sticking out. Yes. Can we see it? Look at that. They're little legs. That's not fake. Come no. on. That's a, that's a real thing. That's tip, real. Huh? And they get oh. up and start walking around and banging into walls. <laughs> their little socks. Yeah, look at their little dead legs. Why don't you just fold the legs? People want to know what was done yeah. with the remaining pieces of legs. Sure. I would I would just have the dead guy holding him. Personally, we have <laughs> Ted's Afterlife Emporium has a softball team, and you'd be surprised those little legs work very well as bats. <laughs> you use them for. We certainly do, Anthony. We bring them in the on deck circle because they're heavy. Especially after that rigor, rigor mortis. Rigor mortis, yes. But sometimes you have to set it straight, Gregory, or the leg will bend back and you look silly. <laughs> Dude, that's sick. That Wow, there that that's the coffins open. Come wonder on. What, I wonder what kind of mortise they have. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> Holy Jesus Christ. I missed it, what? <laughs> Fuck, I wasn't listening again. He said I wonder what kind of mortise they have. <laughs> oh. Oh, <fuck. laughs> 
God damn. Good one, Danny. Oh. Ah! <laughs> ah! Oh. So inappropriate. What? It's very funny. Uh-oh, Jersey Matt from Bayonne. Hey, man, you lost me at He Was a Man. Shit, we got to start over again. Oh, oh. All right, focus it. This South Carolina funeral home has been forced to shut down after its director admitted one of his employees cut the legs of a corpse without the family's permission. He was a man that was full of love. James Hines was a minister who died of skin cancer in 2004. This funeral home handled the burial for Hines' six-foot-seven frame. According to the measurement on the casket and the funeral director, we asked him, but this suitable for his length and he said yeah that'd be perfect the home's director said employees never told heinz family that his body might not fit in a standard casket but when rumors started to spread authorities opened an investigation and exhumed his body last april and found that heinz legs had been cut to fit wow he was six seven holy yeah. crap the tall guy would you mind not no. you personally because you're dead but i mean like if like um, a family member, they did what they had to do to get, you know, all the parts in there. I don't know, man. The, uh, yeah, it's maybe. Deceiving. It's it's done, you know. Yeah. It's 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 the the deceive the deceit part is is it. They could ask, look. We got this coffin, right? Mm-hmm. He's a little too tall for it. We have a couple options here. <laughs> get a bigger coffin. Mm-hmm. Or we can alter his now lifeless form. So he fits into this coffin. You know what sometimes works? You have to cram him in there like it's luggage and ask a fat family member to sit on the lid. Ted. That's all I have. Ted, great. Wouldn't that be a great way to do it, though? Just cramming those stiff legs in with people sitting on it until you you buckle down the side of the coffin? you got to, like, snap it closed with whatever. The coffin snap. Little finger sticking out. Oh, wait, what's so we couldn't hear you? I found some Back to the Future memorabilia on Ted's movie memorabilia website. <laughs> I have that is exactly a very good site. I sell all the rare items. What do you have, Ted, from Back to the Future? Because I'd really like to... Uh, yeah. I have a shoelace. That was a Christopher Lloyd shoe when he arrived on set. <laughs> I have a cup that had coffee in it, so Michael J. Fox spilled it. I have things for every movie. Oh, what other movies? And uh... I don't know. You name a movie, I'll tell you what I got. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you have from, uh, like, Star Wars, maybe, or something? I have some dirt that uh, Darth Vader stepped in. <laughs> oh, so it's a footprint of Darth Vader? No, it's just the footprint oh, wasn't preserved. Oh. It's some dirt that was under the boot of James Earl Jones. Oh, I thought it was maybe a plaster cast of footprint, which would kind of be cool. But, no, it was originally tracked out to the carpet by Orlando Calrissian. <laughs> James Earl Jones wasn't actually in the Vader suit. Yeah. That's why it's so rare, Daniel. It was actually that big guy from... Um, yes, David Prowse. Clockwork the one day, Orange. David, Dave, James Earl Jones showed up, and David said, get that jiggable out of 
on my suit. I don't think he said it that. It was very That's inappropriate. Very inappropriate, nasty, and rude. Uh, yeah. Yes, I didn't care for that type of talk. Uh, yes, you can't have that kind of uh, talk about such a fantastic actor. I couldn't agree more, yes. Anthony. Yes, Gregory. Do you have anything from the Godfather series? I oh. certainly do. Yeah. I have three of Marlon Brando's mustache hairs. <laughs> mustache hairs. They fell out by the car when he was shot, when Fredo fumbled with the weapon. <laughs> I also have some gravel that was on the ground that got caught in his pant leg when he fell. How could you get that but not get something better? If you were that close to get mustache hairs and gravel, couldn't you have gotten maybe the prop gun that Fredo had? I had that, but I traded it for the mustache hairs <laughs> and a piece of lemon pie. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I have very rare movie items. <laughs> do you have anything, have anything from The Shining? I bet Ant would love something from oh, The Shining. I certainly do. I have red gelatin that was used to come out the side of the door, I believe. Or maybe it was on the children's head. <laughs> now, uh, I have a swatch of carpeting that was in room 501, which wasn't featured in the movie. <laughs> there is no 501. That is, sometimes, I yes. Sometimes. Wow. Supposedly false. <laughs> They, they, I don't, uh, I don't understand why you would have something like that and not get something from The Shining, like one of the knives that you. I had the axe that he was chasing the boy with. Oh! But I traded it for hedge seeds. <laughs> why would you want hedge seeds? So I could make my own maze in my living room and run through it for hours. <laughs> But you had the axe. That's the like a key that prop is, that from the is movie. The thing to yes, have I had that, movie. but I would refuse entry on seven f straight planes. <laughs> I would carry my axe and go here. I was checking this. I wish I had a Scatman Crothers related piece. Oh wow! Imagine that. <laughs> yes, that painting. I used to have that, but I traded it for the comforter he was laying on. <laughs> I have that, the comforter. And I have three of his giant black toenail clippings. <laughs> <laughs> I use them as visors when I play cards. <laughs> Well, that's very unique memorabilia. Yes, it is. I don't see that on eBay or uh, no, anything like that. No, it's very, very, very hard to get things. Yes, yes. Other stuff's easy. <laughs> yeah, anyone can. Yeah. Who's getting those toenails? They though? certainly can. That movie is very frightening. Yes, I was frightened watching yes, it. Yes, I also have the Continental Airlines seat that he sat in. Oh, you do? <laughs> yes, I do. I, I sit in my living room when I watch television. <laughs> that actually sounds like a pretty good prop. Yes, it is. It's not the original, though. Oh, well, oh, wait a minute. It's, one, it's the actually the chair they used in rehearsal. It's just a plastic chair. But they said this is the one he pretended he was on the plane. So, so but Scatman sat in it? I, that's what the, I've been told. I spent $4,000 on that. I certainly hope so. <laughs> and I traded Jack Nicholson's jacket. The jacket that he wore, the shining. I traded that for the seat that Scatman sat on, allegedly. <laughs> That would have been something to have. I don't know. You hear the organ that actually is playing this music? Yeah, yes. you have that? No, I'm just enjoying the music with <laughs> oh. you. Oh, they I wanted me to... Somebody tried to sell me this, but I didn't believe it was the actual organ. <laughs> you have anything speaking of Nicholson from uh, Cuckoo's Nest? Oh, That's yeah. a great Yes, play. I do. Oh. What do you got? What do you got from Cuckoo's Nest? An indented pillow. <laughs> <laughs> is it the pillow that Chief used? I've been told. <laughs> 
and I have broken glass from the window that Chief threw the giant sink through. And I have water from that sink. I drink it on a daily basis. Whatever happened to the sink? A lot of water. What's that? Whatever happened to the I sink? I had that. I traded for shards of glass. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a big, heavy sink, Gregory? You seem to have given away a lot of good memorabilia for stuff that people really wouldn't care I've had about. a bunch of bunk memorabilia, and I traded it for rare items. <laughs> Well, I, I can't wait to uh, maybe come over and see your collection. Oh, it's fantastic. And I have the $25 that Mr. Hardy was going to bet. <laughs> that he was going to bet. Yep, and I have a pack of Mr. Cheswick cigarettes. And I have one of Louise Fletcher's vaginal lips. <laughs> How did you get that, Ted? Uh, I was on my front porch. Somebody thought it was a slug, and they threw salt on it. <laughs> Uh, nice. Oh, goddamn. Uh, where, where can we see the rest of this stuff, Ted? You got a website? I'm working on a website. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm trying to use my computer. I have DOS prompt. <laughs> I'm C prompting. C prompt. Why don't you get an operating system like uh, Windows or uh, yes. Mac? Yes. See, or... right now I'm trying to get Ted Sheckler's rare yet not impossible to get moviememorabilia.com, <laughs> but that Cyber Squatters have it. <laughs> It sounds like something somebody wouldn't have. It's they tried to hijack me for $7. We're going to court in May. <laughs> That's a long name. It certainly is, Anthony. It's hard to type in. Yes. Ted's memorabilia didn't sound right to me. <laughs> that would have been easy, though. Exactly. Who needs easy? Ted, we're getting a question from James in Michigan. Do you oh, have... welcome aboard, James. Thanks for calling the program. Do you have any pink... You like Gregory. Do you have any Pink Panther memorabilia? Oh, yes, I do. Yeah? I actually have Peter Sellers' spleen in a jar. <laughs> really? Yes, I do. I bet you Steve Martin's jealous that you have that. Yes, he is. He sometimes... He wears it as a hat, and we all make little jokes. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Yes. I have a toilet, which is where that piece of shit should have been put. <laughs> all right, there you go. Ted's... Yep. What's the website again? Ted's... Uh, Ted Sheckler's Rare. <laughs> yeah, not impossible to get moviememorabilia.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just had That's a brain impossible. aneurysm. I, I had a brain aneurysm trying to remember that. <laughs> that wouldn't even fit on the yeah. top of the webpage. That's right. Yeah. I Ted, fucking everyone. love Ted, man. Good old Ted. My Fred's parents went through a divorce, and um, it definitely messed them up, I think. Yeah? Who's yeah. that? My friend Ted. <laughs> really? Ted? Yes. It made him very industrious, I think. My mother and father were divorced. Oh, they turned each other against me. <laughs> they said, it's your fault, Teddy. <laughs> the Shecklers were the laughing stock of the neighborhood. <laughs> the Shecklers. Did your mom go back to her maiden name? No, my mother started sleeping with men who weren't of the white persuasion. <laughs> my father said, it's your fault, Theodore. They hit me with a bag of duty. Oh, poor Ted. Yes, Ted really had a horrible upbringing. My father would carry around glad bags of his own feces. <laughs> Just and he would case. slap me with them across the forehead and ears. <laughs> poor Fuck. Ted. Wow, that's awful. It certainly so is, Anthony. That's for, for little Ted. So tell the parents not to do that, right, Lydia? Don't do that, Don't put Pat. your kids Don't in the middle that. of the fucking divorce thing. You want to hear another swine flu PSA from 1976? Yay! Proving that this thing's been around, will yeah. be around, uh, long past uh, the media hyping the shit out of it. Yeah, let's hear. Joe brought it home from the office. 
Daddy gave it to Betty and one of his kids and to Betty's mother. But Betty's mother went back to California the next day. Oh, my God. On her way to the airport, a black she gave it to a cab driver, <laughs> a ticket agent, and one of the charming stewardesses. At school, Joe's kid gave it to some other kids. And Mrs. Merrill got it and gave it to her husband. In California, Betty's mother gave it to her best friend, Dottie. But Dottie had a heart condition and she died. No, but she before did. she died, Dottie gave it Dottie. to her girlfriend, the mailman, the paper boy, and the vet when she went to pick up her chihuahua. If a swine flu epidemic comes, <laughs> this is how it could spread. You'll want to be protected, especially if you're elderly or chronically ill. Get a shot of protection. The swine flu shot. So, so, so there's a so there's a, a thing for it already? The swine flu shot? Uh, well, this is a different strain. Than that swine flu? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of mutates over the years, but... They, I, I do believe they um, are isolating some of the uh, fucking uh, happy horse shit in the flu in order to make the the vaccine, and they said it should be by early May, which is like, wait a minute, isn't it early May or just about? I think it will be Saturday, right? right? It's very important to get tested for oh, the swine flu. Oh, hi Ted. Ted. Hi, good morning, Gregory. <laughs> what do you got on the uh, the swine flu, Ted? Well, I have my own business. Ted Sheckler's Swine Flu Testing Emporium. <laughs> really? Yes. What's that about? Well, you come down and you sneeze and cough in my face repeatedly. <laughs> and then if I'm alive in a week, you'll know you're okay. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound uh, too safe for you, my friend. Well, you know, I'm just trying to help the public good. The test is $40,000. $40,000? <laughs> certainly is, Gregory. Putting his skin on the line here. I certainly am. But how are Stop you? Stop staring at me, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Forty thousand. Yes. A lot of people want to know if they have the swine flu, Ted. Well, no. I also do the AIDS test too. That's a rough one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take at least three fluid ounces of semen in my backside, and then I walk for a long time. And if I fall over and just can't get back up, you better check yourself in somewhere. <laughs> Give it two years. Two years. You had any uh, customers yet? Yes, I've had three, but no one has paid me yet. Some man just fucks my bottom a lot and then coughed on me. <laughs> oh, who is this tall, svelte young man? Oh, young, good, good one, Ted. Uh, hey, Rich, how are you, buddy? Not bad. I'm uh, pretty good. I just watching him do that character is amazing. What character? That was Ted, and he, he's down the hall now. Well, that's what I mean, when Ted came in. Oh, right, okay. Theodore! Well, I prefer my given name. Well, now I hate back. Ted, it's too short. Too Sounds short. insignificant. <laughs> Take out Zion uh, <laughs> and uh, the United well, States well, and Israel. Yeah, what, he's a what? problem. That, uh, I'm in the Did you see it? Yeah, Ted, I'm in the judge. Yeah. Ted, <laughs> Ted, um, Why don't I like those pesky shoes? A lock bar. <laughs> a, lock, nice a lock bar. <laughs> Where's my members only jacket and wife with a thing that you can't see her face in? Quickly, get the burka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we up to line of the day? Well, you know, it's funny. Um, I'll be in uh, Las Vegas on Friday. At the TBS festival, and I got a lot of requests for certain material. Mm -hmm. 
And um, Bob Kelly and Rush Beneath will be on the show. And I'm depressed because I'm competing with Seinfeld and fucking Ellen. Who? Never heard, never heard of him. As long never as it's not, heard as of long him. as it's not Jerry Seinfeld, you'll be all right. Yeah, no, with, it's not with Ted Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Ted, ah, you're all right. <laughs> you'll outsell Ted, Ted Seinfeld. <laughs> you'll outsell Ted Seinfeld. <laughs> Who are these people that have little hangers for their socks? <laughs> I roll my socks up into balls. I throw them into the corner. Fuck, <laughs> haggers! Who are these people? Ted Seinfeld, wow. That's right. <laughs> Hello, Jim Cramer. Why are you screaming the N-word while quoting stock prices? <laughs> hey, who's that cunt chef that ripped off my wife's book? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yes. My car doesn't work. Hey, fat boy, push it. <laughs> See, that's, uh, that's Ted Seinfeld. Like that. You don't have to worry about yeah. him. Oh, no! There's somebody killing Jews and handing me soup. Oh, wait, wrong reference. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking soup Nazi. I have a system for predicting earthquakes, Gregory. Oh. What is it? I take a nickel and I stand it on its end right by the end of the table. And if it falls over, you better duck. Why would, what would ducking do? I don't know, because then the things won't fall on you, I guess. I haven't been in one yet. <laughs> I don't know what to do. But one time the nickel fell over and I got under the table. But then I realized my uncle had just knocked it off. And he went, Wait, why are you down there, Teddy? Get over here. Okay. He fooled me. Your uncle? <laughs> yes. My Uncle Paul fooled me. <laughs> fooled I thought you. there was an earthquake. He said, quick, breathe through this. <laughs> 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 My mother was picking a meatloaf up off the floor. Her lover had gotten angry and thrown it at her. A full meatloaf. Did she deserve it? I don't know. She was just talking about bad burgers. And her lover said, bitch, because he was an African-American gentleman. Oh, oh, okay. He said, bitch, shut up about motherfucking bad burgers. And he threw a meatloaf at her. <laughs> the meatloaf slammed into the side of her head and gave her stitches. She had to get stitches? She had to get stitches. I was just terrorized. I said, oh, mother, be careful. I thought the earthquake got her. I'm like meatloafs are falling from the sky. There's black feet by my face. Why are there African-American tootsies by my face? Oh, I forgot your special friend is over. My mother and I lay there on the floor for hours waiting for the tsunami. <laughs> did it ever come? I thought it did, but apparently her lover had thrown his wine at her. <laughs> but I thought the tsunami had come. It's just wine thrown at her. It was face. just wine. Because I was wondering, how come when the tsunami is, is purple and there's a glass after it? I didn't understand <laughs> what happened. I was young. <laughs> Why would she stay with such a guy? I don't know. Apparently he put it to her good. At least that's what he told me. <laughs> <laughs> he said, whenever I'm with that bitch, my meat don't loaf. And I laughed like I got the joke, but I didn't. 
I'm like, mother, this is one odd darky. What is he doing here? <laughs> uh, fucking. Jimmy. It's not Jimmy. That's Ted. Oh, uh, well, whoever it is. You put a nickel up right by the edge of the table, right. and if it falls off, there's an earthquake coming. <laughs> It's, that's Theodore. I don't think there's any scientific fact to it. There certainly is. Have you ever seen a nickel stand up through an earthquake? I earth my case. Oh. I'll sue you for defamation. <laughs> better look out then. <laughs> certainly better. <laughs> Help us an earthquake. Get over here. Breathe through this, Teddy. I don't understand the breathing. I didn't oh, either, but I did it. For a tsunami, probably. I didn't know, but I just did what I was told. It was very confusing. My head kept hitting the back of the table. He was wearing slacks. Slacks? Yes. They had meatloaf sauce on them. He loved Mother's Meatloaf. <laughs> Beverly Sheckler was known for her meatloaf. <laughs> Beverly Sheckler. Up and down the block, they would rave about Mother's Meatloaf. Except her African-American friend. He said it tasted like shit, and he threw it at her. He said, bitch, the motherfucking meatloaf cold. And she had to get stitches. She had to get stitches. She had to go to the hospital. <laughs> I thought she was injured in the earthquake. I dragged her by her bosom under the table with me. I grabbed her breasts and I pulled her to safety. And then I got meatloaf and ate it, but it had fur on it from the floor. Hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> An awful She story. would talk about hamburgers a lot. She would say, well, today on Socks we had, and she would describe whatever incident had occurred. Not the most exciting stuff. No, no, it doesn't Do you know right. one time a pair of socks was missing? We heard about it for a month. Oh, God. That doesn't sound exciting. It certainly doesn't. <laughs> Especially when Mother's drinking and telling you. It's 3 o'clock in the morning in my room telling me about it. Oh, she hits the bottle? Yes, yeah, she did. <laughs> what do the neighbors that talk about the meatloaf think about her uh, mail company that she keeps? I don't think they care for her very much. <laughs> no? No. They, I think they think she slips by the river because they kept yelling, River lover. <laughs> oh. Maybe you were hearing wrong. Yes. Or maybe they thought that he was taller because they thought that, that she was a bigger lover. I didn't understand what they were oh, saying. Oh, yeah, again, you probably, something in your ear. <laughs> yes. Maybe a piece of meatloaf. I don't know what it was. <laughs> or they were yelling, go figure, mother. Something like that. <laughs> go figure, mother. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Ted's got meatloaf all over the house. Looks like it was a should be called a, a meatloaf emporium. Emporium? Does Ted have an emporium for Japan? I certainly don't, Gregory. Okay, just ask. Ted went off on a tangent. <laughs> he sure did. Hmm. Holy shit! That's called limping to the finish line. Nah, <laughs> there was another fire that David? went undefeated. Another fighter went undefeated, according to Booby Man. Uh, there was a boxer, Vicky Lamata. Uh, <laughs> well, close. Uh, Ted, Ted the boxer was also undefeated. Ah, yes, I was. <laughs> People always overlook me because I only fought outside of the ring, and I fought women and older people. <laughs> but I was undefeated. <laughs> I fought a man one time for 17 rounds. Seventeen. 17 yes, he was an invalid. 
I worked in a hospice. I would walk in and punch his face and throw my arms above my head in victory and walk out. I boxed, but not professionally. Oh. Yes. So you would just box the infirm? I certainly would. I loved my hospital job. I would hit cadavers and those who could not fight back or speak for themselves. What's your, uh, what was your record? Undefeated. Oh, okay. Except one time I slipped in shit running out of somebody's room. <laughs> so I guess that was a draw. Uh, Ted the Boxer. Yeah, Ted. Ted the Boxer doesn't take any gunk. No, he doesn't. That's right. And one time I, I, I pushed Adrian down when she was pregnant onto a bag of pet food. <laughs> Good for you. Yes. And I punched Mickey after Clubber Lang scared him to death. I hit him because he came to my hospital. Oh, they brought him there? Yeah, so I went and I punched him in the face because I didn't like him in the Batman series. He frightened me. <laughs> what else frightens you? Oh, a lot of things do. Ghosts. 